Well, hello and good evening, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. And folks, we are hours away from the official release of Forza Horizon 5, currently the best-reviewed game of 2021. It is a game that has captivated everyone i don't care what side of the aisle you sit on whether you're a switch gamer a playstation 5 gamer or a diehard xbox gamer you are talking about this game whether you're excited to play it whether you've been playing it whether you've been blessed like myself to have reviewed it which was a, an incredible opportunity that microsoft pr uh did for me and for the channel i cannot thank them enough and uh, obviously you're going to see footage of it and you're going to see me lose a bunch of races because I am was I was <laughs> playing on the difficulty above average. And yeah, it's hard, man. I mean, they kept smoking me. It's, it's a, I, I came in fifth, sixth, fourth, and I could not win a race. But you're going to see that uh, in 1080p because obviously that's what this, uh, this this software allows. Still looks dope Been taking pictures. Um, got a chance, folks, and I, I don't want to shout out GameStop for doing it wrong, but folks, I got my controller early. It came in on Saturday oh, when it nice. wasn't supposed and it is, you see this? This is like a nice tire feel. Yeah, oh I'll get mine tomorrow. Oh, I'm jealous. I, I have, and I don't, I, listen, I got, a lot of people reached out to me, DMs on Twitter. Hey, boom, that was nice of Microsoft to send you a controller. And, of course, I responded, they actually didn't. I haven't actually received any controllers from Microsoft. And if you're listening, Microsoft PR, yes, I would like to get some controls because I freaking buy them all. But, no, this one, <laughs> I, I, this one I bought from GameStop, and they just happened to send it. I got the notification. I was like, wow, this, what is this? I was expecting something else, and there it was. It's gorgeous. It, it, is, it feels really nice. And like a big nerd, I've been using it playing Forza. <laughs> So, listen, let's get into the, um, obviously, the introductions, and then we're going to get into uh, a Forza topic that literally was made and built while we were in the green room. We, you know, I have a story, you know, obviously, I write these shows. We were going to go in a different direction, and I just wanted to keep Forza in the part of the conversation to open the show. And then, of course, we are going to back end the show with uh, some potential tin foil hat wearing theories from Kaysante and Everborn regarding how badly Crystal Dynamics was thrown under the Quinjet uh, by Square <laughs> Enix's pre uh, president. And we have those quotes. We're going to read about it. And we're also going to talk about what that actually means for them becoming a part of xbox game studios it's has that always sunny in speculation it <laughs> certainly is and it's cotton candy on every corner but listen let's get into our guest here he or basically he's a part of the show he's just not officially a part of the show because you know what he's been here so many times he has a key he comes in the front door not the back please welcome one bad mother from xbox era what's up brother welcome well, oh, thank you so much, Boom. I always appreciate being here, and I hope you guys don't mind. But uh, yeah, I just let myself in. I already made myself a sandwich, but <laughs> you know, I just figured I'm at home, and you wouldn't mind. Uh, <laughs> Boom, I, I do have to call out. I think you did forget something. You know, when you're when you're talking about 
all the different groups that uh, Forza appeal, you know, uh, applies to. We really didn't talk about uh, the review bomber group. So, you know, obviously there's a little something for everybody. There really Forza. is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, I- I'll say this. Uh, talking about review bomber groups, please. He's not here yet. He's running a little <laughs> behind. If you're not following the middle age game guy on Twitter, folks, you are missing out. He just did a video that I had to watch multiple times. It's over, I believe it's like 500,000 views. It is, it's just oh my so God. typical. It is just oh, that video had me in literal tears. It literally, <laughs> I had my gut was hurting from laughing so hard. It, it's just, he is just a, I mean, the fact that he's a part of the show, I think I'm about to get his autograph, honestly, because he's just, <laughs> he's a rising star. But listen, OBM, thank you so much for being here, brother. And uh, great, great work with you guys. The coverage that came out of Xbox era. Uh, with the review was fantastic. Very, very well done. Yeah, very Jesse well scored. Very yeah. thorough job. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually watched the video twice. I loved his take on it. It was a very, very relaxed way he talked about it. And everything he said, uh, I, I reiterated, uh, if, if you watch both of our videos, I was like, wow, we were kind of on, on the same level because I had dropped mine. I believe it was 3.15 in the morning. I don't remember exactly when I uh, errors dropped, but um, I did it right after right at the embargo. But there were so many fantastic videos done. But the guy, what you said, his name is Jesse? Yeah, Jesse. Yep. Yeah, he did a f- absolutely fantastic job. Love what you guys uh, loved his thoughts. And just love the uh, the coverage that the site has been doing. So you guys, congratulations to you, Nick, John, and and, and so many of the team that works there. But uh, let's welcome in next the best be- best beard in the business. And here's someone that has been, according to Kiasante, a quote unquote slaying fools on the interwebs with his battle axe. Please welcome the Wandering Dutch. What's up, brother? How the heck are you? And how are those slaying uh, you know, escapades lately? <laughs> oh, you're muted. You're muted. Uh, there you go. Now, now we hear you. There we go. Much yeah. better. It's yeah. been a lot of quiet people over the last few days. And it, it certainly has been quiet. something to do with the amount of screenshots I've been posting. And I can't really you... pick faults. I don't know how long <laughs> you actually take to, to make those... Wild. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's they are brilliant, dude. Really. After brilliant. the third like uh, retweet from Greenberg, we knew you were you were official. It's it's over now. <laughs> it's like yeah. he's following yeah. you for your next vi- your next screenshots. Seriously, he yeah. keeps retweeting. You can't even talk stuff. to his beard anymore. Like his beard has a publicist. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's insane. No, I take a long time on it to be fair. But a lot of people have reached out and asked for tips on like in in game photography and things like that, which is really cool. So I, I try and help them as much as I can. And obviously, I've shared my settings probably 30, 40 times now with people. Um, but yeah, it's 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 absolutely. I can't wait to start just talking about this game with with people in the in the chat and and seeing what everybody else thinks who's had a chance to play it um, or will get a chance tomorrow. Um, yeah. when it officially officially launches for everybody. Um, but what a game. What a game. Um, without saying... I mean, in, in such simple terms, it is my joint game of the year with, with Psychonauts 2. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, gonna, it's I think it's going to be a lot of people's game of the year, to be honest with you. I, I think there is really a lot here. And I, I, you know, we were all talking in the green room on, you know, the, the leaps and bounds, how how much is advanced since four, 
And oh, quite God, yeah. frankly, it is I, – I, I don't – I actually can't – as many hours as I've put, and I think I'm a little over 50 now, uh, I'm, I, I don't – I can't put a finger on where it went from just being another racing, another Forza game, to being almost an obsession for me personally. Like, <laughs> I, I, like I, I can't stop playing this game. I don't want to play anything else. Yeah. Um, even if I can get, you know, 15, 20 minutes and do a race or potentially lose a race, because that's what I've been doing. You'll see I think I'm sixth place in this one, which is awful. <laughs> um, you get you, no matter what you do in the game there, you are advancing in one way or another. And I think that that hook that they grab you where you can, can constantly race against your friends go online, you know, if you want to just be, you know, single player and 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 just, you know, like for me, like I have 517 of the roads out of 578. I'm going to try and finish it off tonight. Uh, yeah. I just unlocked my my 80th car. Um, it's it's I, I cannot wait to keep playing. But listen, let's continue with the introductions. Uh, next up, K. Asante, who uh, secretly he will never admit this, but I took I took full blame. He blames me for making oh, him yeah. go out all and you, buy. All your fault this game because he was going to wait. And then we saw the tweets. <laughs> What's up, brother? How are you? You deserve man? it. Cause you made me get guardians of the galaxy. K. So I, I feel, hey, like hey, hey, and you, and you should and be very thankful so. for that. That's a okay. great, you game. should be thankful for that. So <laughs> okay. there you go. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm good. How are you guys doing today? It, it, it's fun being here. So yeah, I, I had a, I had a good time. Like, you know, I, I was, I was a little bit, I was a little bit thrown under the bus as far as, you know, the FOMO got me, but it's fine. You know, pro tip: Xbox, uh, 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 what do you call it? Reward points can always come in clutch when you don't want to spend cash. So <sighs> they sure that, do. That forty-five dollars came did not come out of my pocket, if if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So yes, that, that was fun. You know. So yes, welcome everybody. It's fun to be here. You know, uh, as as we want to do on a nice Monday night. I, I'm looking forward to getting into this and and all the the awesome Forza conversations that are, that will be had. If you see my head lifted a little high. Tell me to stop because I'm playing Forza. Forget no, it. Listen, that's okay, man. You can you, you you can play and talk at the same time. You know, it's funny. We stole were t- my monitor setup. Oh he put, he well, put the game. Oh yeah, I came to his house and stole it. That's right. You know, yes. it's it's yes. it's funny you say that because back in the days, like I mean, folks, I'm old, right? Uh, the way I had a setup because I, you know, obviously I, I still live with my my parents. I was I was growing up. My brother and I, Neo Mental. Uh, we had gone to, oh, my God, I don't remember what the store was. I think it was Caldor's over here in the Bronx. Um, uh, and we got the, tw- the the 27-inch TVs at that, the tube TVs. You can imagine how, how heavy those were. Mm-hmm. But if you guys remember, there was a video game TV called the GX TV. And it was a 13-inch monitor that closed. And when it folded open, it was the speakers on the left and right sides. So what I wind up doing, because back then that was during the Saturn era, that was I was a huge fighting game fan. I imported everything. I had the 27 inch TV, and I had a dual. St- I got like something for it to hang from the ceiling. It was like an arcade in my house. Everyone used to come over. It was so dope, and I still wish I had that TV, man. Oh my god, the GX TV. Look it up. It was it was way ahead of its time, but. <laughs> Before we get off, I mean, this show is already off the rails, but let's welcome in Everborn Saga. And I was on, on the serious note, um, and I know we usually save this for the end, but I, I have to uh, acknowledge my utmost uh, respect and congratulations. He just launched his Kickstarter. 
and they have already hit the goal. Uh, I'm, I'm a part of that. I'm always going to be a part of it. But congratulations, brother. Welcome to the show. Yeah, man. I, I, I'm i glad you brought that up off the top because I, I, I wanted to say, you know, I'm in the Twitter streets a lot, right? I'm in the I'm in the drama spaces, right? <laughs> and um, I will say that the 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 support for this campaign has been the most bipartisan thing I've ever seen on Twitter, right? Like PlayStation guys, even that I argue with online, uh, Xbox guys alike. So. So I, I, it just made me realize, like we 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 all fight each other, but that's what families do. Um, <laughs> yeah, but when it comes time to support, everybody came out to support, and and the support is going strong. We hit the goal in the first twenty four hours, awesome. and I didn't I did not make a big announcement about it because I found out that um, my wife wanted to be the one that took me over the top. So when she saw we were like $100 awesome. away, she, she supported it. So now I had to wait until the rest of the some more uh, pledges came in. But now we're officially over the top, not including uh, my wife's uh, big present to me. Thank you. But I'm still going to mail her a copy of the book to the house just because <laughs> <laughs> it all needs to be above board. So I love um, she's, but but I do. I really want to thank everybody. And and. Um, yeah, CK Asante um, put put a link to it in the chat. We're still going. There are um, stretch goals. So so now the next thing we're moving towards is the first stretch goal. And what that will do is everyone that sort of um, supported like the, the Theros or the loyalty tier, they will get upgraded to a hardcover edition at no extra cost um, for, for Prince of Arcadia Ultimate Edition Book 2. Um, so that, that's the next thing we're, we're trying to move to, and we're just trying to move the thing forward. So <clears throat> really right now, this is all about kind of fan brand awareness for us right now. So if you could spread the word, and like I said, we try to do the best quality things you can find out there. And, and when I say best quality, I try to compare the, the artwork and everything that we do to the, the, the mainstay, like, um, I don't even look at it as an indie book in terms of quality. We try to, at least that's what we're attempting to, to be uh, something that you would think was backed by a big uh, billion dollar corporation. So, uh, and that's all because of you guys. And I really, really uh, appreciate all your help, but we're going to keep going. we got 28 days left. Let's see how far we can take this thing. And uh, yeah, if you could share it out or if you want to, if you want to support, we got a lot of good things going on there. So thank you everybody. And I'm ready book. to talk Get about book, people. Yes, Come on now. get the book. I was gonna say real quick, get the book. When, when the Netflix show comes out, you'll have the book and you'll see this. This it becomes valuable because it will come. I, I'm telling yeah. you now. If you, if you look at the, the trailer, that Netflix game movie is gonna come. I'm sure. Every every copy of the book goes out with personally signed by me, and I also spray oh. my cologne in it, so you can get my. Oh, oh, my you, get the that is, that, you get the musk. You get the musk. That's a true man. Oh, right but uh, um, I am ready to talk about these topics tonight. Enough yes. about me. But we do need to get more likes in here because we got 200 people watching and only 64 likes. So that's what that's the real hit that button, man. goal. Hit 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 the like button. Um, and yeah, let's just talk about you know uh, crystal dynamics, maybe. Uh, yeah, we're, we're definitely we're definitely yeah. 
Yeah, we 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 we're gonna get into that for sure. Uh, first of all, let's welcome in the the star. And actually, I, I'm sorry, sir, I don't have your water that is uh, 34.7 uh-huh. degrees ready for you because I'm gonna fire my assistant. Uh, that video that you did. Oh, there you go. Oh, there there you go. Yes. <laughs> yes, we sent it. Mag as a triple agent into he is the, the unicorn master. Unicorn four, four, yes. uni- what is it? Unicorn master for pony, pony master 420. <clears throat> yes. And he Drum comes Gina. and gives us the inside look at what's going on behind the it. walls uh, of the uh, the Horse Foundation. Great, great, great so, uh, stuff as always, Mag. Oh, Welcome back, you. brother. Thank uh, you. Yes. Sorry I was late again, guys. You know, work is uh, work is something the last uh, month or so, but it's going to be going on for about another week. Uh, and then I can finally get my normal schedule back because, uh, you know, everybody was getting government grants and now nobody wants to go back to work. So the Mag is working for everybody now. Uh, but anyways, guys, I know we got some great topics tonight. We got a great show tonight. And I just want to throw another little side note before we get started. Uh, if you haven't listened to the Gaming Circle podcast on Saturdays, it's a great show. <laughs> and let me tell you something. Mark it on your calendars, folks. Everything Everborn said, I agreed with 100%. <laughs> and it's, it has oh, never happened before. It may never happen again. But it happened on Saturday. I almost fell in the shower. But anyhow, Especially when I was the, the Batman talk that I had. Well, oh, let's not talk about the Batman talk, but everything else. But anyways, guys, we got a great show tonight. As, as always, thank you guys for checking us out, and let's get right into these topics. Yeah, you know what? We're going to open up with a, a topic that was birthed, if you will, in the green room. Um, and, of course, it's we're going to be talking about Forza Horizon 5. And, and uh, the reason why I wanted to bring it into a conversation, the reason why it became a topic on tonight's show, because obviously I write these shows in advance, um, was because there is a, 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 a lot of talk uh, that I have seen in my DMs. Uh, a lot of people who uh, checked out my video, which thank you so much for some of the co- – I got it some of the nicest comments i mean that video took nine hours to produce i always do that myself um the script took uh three and a half hours to write uh and i wrote that a couple of days before i recorded on uh, last wednesday um i started i started uh writing that over the weekend uh and then as i was i was as i was doing that video there was a couple of things that i that i missed that i had to rewrite as i was doing it and I tell you, by, by the time it was all said and done, it was a, at least a 12-hour uh, production time from writing to finished product. And the comments go a long way, folks. You don't understand when you read, people are just really excited, not just for the game, but the way that I did the review. It, it, it means a lot to me. So with that said... A lot of people that were writing in about the about the review that I did, which I'm going to re-release tomorrow. So if you missed it, obviously it's going to co- co- uh, you know co- coincide with the, the official release tomorrow of the game. Is people want to see this game be in the game of the year conversation at the end of the year? So what 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 am I talking about? Am I talking about IGN's game of the year or GameSpot or? xbox errors or any of the other sites like vgc no that's not what i'm talking about what i am talking about is the game awards themselves run by jeff Keeley, and i was we were all on in agreement that a game is a game is a game right and i think it was wandering dutch that said it's called the game awards meaning that this should be a game 
um, that is in that conversation. Not for best racing sim, not for best racing or sports title, game of the year. And if this game remains the highest reviewed game of the year, it almost cements its place there. I don't care that you don't have two legs and you're walking around and you're riding a horse and you're doing RPG elements because you're doing that on four tires here. Plenty of RPG elements, plenty of story, plenty of cars to unlock. If you can, if you want to consider cars to horses, this game is a masterpiece. It is the best racer ever released. What Playground Games has done is going to be talked about for years. And I'll say this, and I've said this before, I almost feel bad for them because I don't know how they top this in two or three years. I just don't know how they make this any better. I do want to start with our guest, One Bad Mother. Hey, OBM, we were talking. I thought it was a great way. And again, I, I love the I love the how natural the conversation was, and it was so well done. I was like, you know what, well, let's have that as a topic. <laughs> Where do you personally fall in a game like Forza Horizon 5? That's, you know, we've heard many people say, oh, it's just another Forza, or it's just another racer. It's more than that and a bag of chips. Where, does this game belong in that game of the year, that covenant game of the year conversation? You know, Boo, I think you already you put it uh, really well to begin with, but I'll try to like I'll try to build on that. And, you know, the first thing I think about, like when I think about what makes a game go from good to great for me, and I'm just speaking for myself, uh, you know, not for all the other reviewers out there. But for me, like the great ones are those types of games that you think about when you're not playing them. Right. Like. They're the type of game that makes you go, oh, man, I, <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, <laughs> boom, shells taken away from my Forza time. You know? <laughs> so, and, and uh, you know, and, and that this is one of the few that, that have done that. You know, there's a, I, there's a handful of them and, and all the other ones that fit in that category were really probably my top 10 games of, of the last generation. I think this is the first one that's done it. Um, with this generation and there's been a lot of good games I, you know i've enjoyed a lot of things that have come out this year uh but this one is it has had a, a different kind of hold and what's interesting for me uh again personally is the last couple of forces like i looked at them and objectively i felt they were really good games i probably put in i don't know maybe just under 30 hours in the last one and um you know maybe even a little bit less in, in three i i thought they were both really good games but you know, the open world racer for me just wasn't something that that, you know, grabbed me and just, you know, didn't let go. And, and I think it, a lot of it has to do with the fact that I've had open world burnout, you know, for the last few years. And, you know, even looking at the last couple of games for, you know, if we were looking at faults in previous games that, uh, you know, there was some a, a little bit of aimlessness, I thought, to like three and four where, you um, you know, maybe it was just a little overwhelming. It was like, I don't know if I'm making any progress or what am I trying to do, that kind of stuff. So this game, what's so interesting is like on paper, it looks like Forza. It looks like more Forza Horizon. Um, but in actuality, the, the this game feels like an improvement in every regard. And the thing that I realized is I'm trying to figure out, like pinpoint exactly, well, what is it? Like, what, what, am I being hypocritical here? Like what's making me so excited about this game or, or want to keep going back to that? Cause obviously the, the cars all handled great before, you know, the tweaking is there. A lot of the systems are, were in place before. Um, but you know, the thing that I kind of occurred to me is that the, 
the the star of the show for this type of game. Uh, whereas like whereas if you're playing God of War, the star of the show is you know is Kratos, right? Or in Halo, it's Master Chief and it's his story. Um, in this game, it's the environments, and I think that's the thing that really separates this from three and four. It, and I think three was even a little bit better than four. Like it, it, those games. Um, were technically really good, but this one, like the environments are special in a way, not just the visuals. Obviously the visuals are top of the line. Um, the different biomes are really impressive. And I think like once it kind of opens up and you get to some areas, it just, some of these things just smack you upside the head. Like, like, you know, like, it's just like, wow, you get to like, uh, you know, some of these big open areas and things like that. But you know, it, what, what the other thing that's interesting, and I don't, don't know why I didn't feel this in the previous ones, but even traversing the world is fun and you actually kind of appreciate the progress and that's the one area that I think most open world games struggle with. It's like usually like when I play a Ubisoft game and I know boom, you're a fan of Assassin's Creed. Yeah. The last couple I fell off really quick. And, and the reason is because when I'm going across that open world, it's like I could be doing something cool right now. <laughs> Instead I'm going from point A to point B. <laughs> uh, same thing with like Horizon Zero Dawn. I know those are games that you, that, you know, that you really like. And a lot of people do for me personally, that's always the thing, especially um, you know, when I sit down and play, like I really value the time, the moment to moment gameplay because, you know, I, I just value that time. I get to actually play games when you got kids and, you know, uh, a cat with an eating disorder that's around here somewhere and, you know, a job, <laughs> you know, it's like all these things is when I'm sitting down to, to play a game. I don't want to spend like a half hour, you know, running around an open map and never really get feel like I did anything here. Like when I, like I never really use the fast travel. It's like when I want to go from one point to the other and it's across the world, it's fun. You know, you know, try to string, you know, you try to pick a path that's that you can. There's fast you know, travel. Yeah. I, I mean, I there is. <laughs> well, I, I think so. There's fast. Yeah, travel. No, you can, you can, you can, you can fast travel to like the actual arenas. By okay, just paying, okay. yeah, you yeah. Can. I, I just drive. I've never fast traveled. I yeah, I've never, I've never fast traveled to learn the mechanic. I there's see the also there's a board, there's a mansion you buy for two million pound, and that gives you fast travel to anywhere on the map. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. like no, don't do that. Like that, like the <laughs> yeah, never have. part of the game that's fun. It, it, it really is. It's going across there and, and like picking something like. Yeah. Not even staying on the streets, like just going, uh, trying to go up a hill and, you know, trying to string together like the longest chain you can without hitting a rock, which usually happens. Or um, trying to get onto a roof of a house, which yeah. you're going to see me do for about 10 minutes. But I get that 5,000 <laughs> oh, points. You too. Okay. Yeah. I, I did this for like 20 minutes. <laughs> love so those. I, I love those. It's the details, though, and that, and that's uh, so. At the end of the day, that's that's what it. That's to me. I, I understand if if a reviewer is going to say something, you know, like, well, it's too iterative, or that's why I'm not going to put it in there. At least I could kind of, uh, you know, understand that reasoning. Uh, but just to say, well, it's just a car game. I think when you think about all the car games that have come and gone over over the years, uh, it's been a long time since anything has really been like a genre like something that's an entry level for the casual for for everybody for the enthusiasts for the casuals um like this is the type of thing that i i think is appealing to people that usually don't come to the genre and i think whenever you get a quality that high and in the, the developers can nail the details that well to make this something that's interesting to somebody who's not who doesn't even know what a cartoon is and i and i'll be 
candid. I don't, I, I, you know, I saw was trying to walk me through tune yesterday. I have no, uh, you know, no clue. I just, you know, I call, I call AAA if I have an issue. So, you know, I'm not a car dude, <laughs> but uh, I, I think what something that kind of sets that bar within a genre and um, the way this does absolutely should be in, at least in the conversation, you know, it, it it's always subjective. There's a lot of great games. It doesn't need to win it, but I think it, you need to, if you say it, it just, it, it doesn't even qualify. I don't understand that because uh, the one beauty of the, the gaming industry is how diverse it is. Um, and the fact that it is interactive and entertainment, there's nothing that state. I, I don't, I don't know. To me, it feels very arbitrary to say you need to have a story like i understand a story can make something game of the year but then you know we've had games that won game of the year that had an amazing story but maybe they had just sort of you know okay gameplay um whereas this i think it redefines gameplay and and to me the story really is the environment so. well well um obm let me ask you a question though does your driver have stunted emotional issues <laughs> and 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 do they uh are they very stoic and have they have a sordid past and read in their ledger that they'd like to uh clear up what do you think no no, I think that's written somewhere in the bylaws. Of the you know, Indiana I'm world. sure somebody should write some of the the backstories to some of these vehicles. I'm sure they could have they could have figured out to something. that to that yeah. point in the in the nickname choices is one of them. Boy, <laughs> that's the question. Oh man, but but yeah, no, it, it, it's uh, it, it really does. It, it, it this is a, this this sets a this sets a bar that hasn't been set within the genre. Um, yeah. it, it is a, it's, to me this may, this feels like a significant improvement, and I think I, honestly I think most reviewers have to agree because you you heard how hard they hit Far Cry right for being more of the same, uh, and how that's been kind of a theme where they've been hitting you know, games pretty hard in reviews, even if they're better than the past, if they're, if they're, if they just feel like, like they're just fatigued with it for whatever reason, this reinvigorated people. And that has to say something, the fact that it still is over nine, despite at its core being Forza Horizon tells you, I think people felt that this was enough of a step up in a lot of areas. So th that alone, I, I, I guess I would be surprised if it doesn't get consideration at this point. Yeah, one hundred percent, and great, and great, well uh, put out there, Kaysante. Let's get to you, brother. Uh, this now again, I'll put my game of the year. Down. Game of the year is is, <laughs> is, 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 a, is a very subjective conversation, right? Mm -hmm. so my game of the year might be different for a lot of reasons. There's gonna yep. be there's gonna be walking sims. There's gonna be action games. There's potentially a flying game. There could be a game um, that has music in it, but. It almost is going to be considered like, look, look, the game awards. I know a lot of people, some people love it. Some people hate it. Me, I, I, I like it. I, I like what Jeff has built. I respect everything that he has done. I don't agree with him always. I've said that publicly about Jeff. Some of some, some of the things that he's done, I don't agree with. Okay. Um, the fact that, like for instance, Gears of War Five did not even get nominated, I thought that was a that was heinous. I honestly thought that was a travesty of gaming justice because of how well that game came out. 
right? And they even had a sad dad in that, Marcus. They had a sad dad, yeah. <laughs> so they, they, they met all it. the criteria. I was going to say, they met the criteria? Check boxes all over the place. So, so, so again, to, to be honest, I, I still felt a type of way about that. I felt it was slighted. But I feel that if you, again, we, we just have to go with the numbers. Numbers usually, they you can't lie with numbers, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if this game ends up being, and it still is, the highest reviewed game of the year, and there's only Halo and Battlefield, which I believe Battlefield is going to fall into the same trenches as Call of Duty, which is a big pile of you-know-what. Um, the only one that has a chance to beat it is Halo. If Halo beats it and then edges it out, then you, I, I think you should have two Xbox games in, the, in, in that conversation. But for right now, it's the highest-reviewed game. Where do you personally fall on the conversation of a game as a game as a game? Should so, this game be nominated for Game of the Year in the standard Game of the Year conversation? So before we even get down this rabbit hole, I thought this game also did not meet the, the, the cutoff date for being considered this year. That does mean it. It does? No, it does, or does, it does it yeah. It does meet it? Yeah. I thought Keegan oh, said okay, it, it okay. didn't meet it. No, it does close. No, I I believe it's somewhere in December. It, yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's the third week of November, I believe. Last year, because or remember, remember there was the whole controversy with um, Jedi it's Fallen Spider-Punk? Order missing it or by yeah, one yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. I think it was the fifteenth that came out, and then the sixteenth was the or sorry, the fifteenth was the cutoff, and the game came out on the sixteenth, and they wouldn't allow it. Okay, so 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 this coming out on the ninth, then it, it is it's allowed. It's gonna make right? it. Yes, it's gonna yeah, make, it's gonna okay. make it. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay, so if that's the case, then all right, that's deferred. Uh, as far as is, is this a, a game that deserves game of the year? I mean, it says the name right in the title, game. <laughs> it's a game, right? And everyone loves it. Now, I have actually, I've, I've said that the reason um, Everborn has, has has always uh, pointed out a very interesting factoid as as to comparing it to the 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 Academy Awards and how it is that the art house pictures tend to get the nod. In, yeah. in that in arena, but in this one, only the triple A's do, I big, think, and, and rightly so. franchise games. Yes, that's right. And rightly so. Uh, uh, um, hate him or love him. I think he has done a lot. Uh, Keeley has done a lot for this, for this uh, uh, gaming 100%. industry. Yes. And, and his award show is a rite of passage. It just is, right? And I suspect the reason why he, uh, um, um, the, the big budget games tend to be more nominated and more featured than the art house picture, if you will, is because in this arena, they are trying to, from what I can tell, they're trying, there's an agenda there. They want to to show the rest of the world that, hey, look at the best we have to offer. And that tends to be the ones that have a lot more money on the screen, right? Right. So they want to show the best of the best. Yes, sometimes some some, uh, hidden gem sneaks in there, you know, and and it's well-deserved, but by and large, the ones that have the biggest budgets, the ones that have the the most cinematics and all of that, they tend to be the one that showcase more because that shows the best of the industry, right? I agree with that by and large, right? And by that metric, this is definitely a candidate for that. For that, you know, it is the best representation of a game that has been polished and polished and polished. I mean, you can play. I was saying this to, to Everborn. You can play four to two, and four to five on the same console now. Is, is it two or three? I think it's two. On the same console and drive the same car, you know it won't be the same roads, but it kind of looks like it if you pick an inconspicuous road and see the actual iteration 
of its evolution as far as what they've done to get it to this point, right? So this, and, and as you're saying, boom, we don't know where they can go with this. I know they're gonna they're gonna shed the uh, shed the chains of of the this the uh, mobile CPUs uh, on their next iteration. So we shall see where this goes. But you know, anyone that says this is just a racing game, you know. We we can we can have conversations about whether or not it's it's deserving of the title or not, right? But it should at least be in the conversation because it's a game like any other game, right? Yeah. So I honestly think that if it's not at least in that conversation, it will be a travesty. It absolutely and 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 it will it will lean it'll embolden the cynical sides of our minds that always tells us that only certain games are are acknowledged versus another. You know what I'm saying? Like I won't go there. But if this doesn't even I, become I actually, a blip on that radar, yeah, it will. That will solidify it for many of us. That yeah, this is not about the game of the year. It's about the game that, you, about the game or end or platform of your choice that you, yeah. that you didn't have a bigger voice to then be able to push forward rather than what is quote unquote deserving. You know what I'm saying? I I absolutely agree one thousand percent. I want to bring this to Dutch next on this because mm-hmm. I, I'm 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 gonna take this torch from you and I'm going to continue on because I I will say this publicly right now. If this game does not get into that category, not only will it be a travesty, but it will set back what he has done years. I think several years, Um, you know, there, there comes a point where a game is so good that it must be acknowledged just based on how damn good the game is. This is one of those games. And if it turns out that it somehow misses the mark for whatever reason, it is going to de-legitimatize everything that Keeley has done for the Game Awards. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to leave a sour taste. In I don't care where you... Listen, I don't care what your favorite console plastic box is, whether it's PC, PS5, or, or, or the old school Game Boy. I don't care. You have to tip your cap when it's there. This is one of those instances, and I will say it again, and I want to reiterate it. If this does not get into that game of the year category and there's some BS excuse used for it, Keeley will have set back what we have all been, all the work he has done. He has done some a lot of hard work, folks. Take nothing away from what Jeff has done. I don't always agree with him, but he has done some great things. If this doesn't get in there, he is going to set back everything that he has done to make his game awards a legitimate place where companies, developers can go and put their wares and get a good shot at winning. But by all means, Wandering Judge, please take it away. What are your thoughts? Does this game deserve it? Yeah, one hundred percent. The the when you know a game's hit its mark is when reviewers who legitimately aren't big fans of racing games um, are reviewing it in such positive light. I want to point um, specific, well, two two of them that I've most noted. Um, one, a first-time kind of reviewer, uh, which was uh, Addict from Iron Lords, yes, um, sure. as well as then Matty Place, uh, who also, his review was also awesome, um, and he's spoke about it countless times now. He's, he is not a racing fan by any stretch of the imagination. He hasn't got a clue about cars. He doesn't know about kind of modifying them or changing them up or anything like that. And he absolutely loves the game. And you you know 
it's hit the mark when people who don't really usually care for racing games are absolutely in love with a racing game. A game, a big open world, enthusiastic, go anywhere, do anything, beautiful world, unbelievable lighting. What it does is, is it does, it, like OBM said before, it, it in every aspect of the game, it exceeds over four. And when the the early previews and things started coming out, and a lot of, a lot of these uh, reviewers were saying, "Ah, it's it's just more Forza." Oh, oh. <laughs> uh oh! Well, you're on mute, and you're muted. muted. There you go. It's been an attack. Yeah, oh, no. there we go. Much better. Um, <sighs> when all of these initial previews started coming out and said it was a little bit more Forza, I think it was a little bit kind of early judgment. Um, Primarily because they weren't quite sure as to what was um, what the game really had in store for them once the everything was was up and running, um, and now they've played it. I think all of those voices have kind of changed and they realise the differences. When everybody else gets a chance to jump on it as well, I think they'll see it. The one thing that starkly stood out to me is the world, the world, the map, the biomes, the different kind of areas you can go to. And it is vast. Now, when they originally said it's two times the size of four, I thought, okay, that's big. But the, but it's it feels so much bigger than that when you're actually in the game. I don't know what it is that, have, that it's done that. I think it whether or not it is because of such a varied amount of biomes mm-hmm. um, and different areas you go through, but it feels so much bigger, so much more alive. The audio is completely understated. Please, yeah. for the love of God, people, when you play this game for the first time, play that game with a nice set of headphones on. These yes. you. You've got Xbox set? Brilliant. Put them on. Full yeah. blast. Absolutely. They do Ray Trace audio, right? Oh, God, yes. Yeah. It's the, really, the, really good. Yeah. The, sound, the engine sounds when you're going through the canyons and you're hearing the, the turbo spool up and then you've got the wildlife and you're going through, especially going through the jungle, you hear howling monkeys off in the distance mm-hmm. and flamingos flying about and it's just insane uh the as you mentioned before if if this game does not get put in there it's a game at the end of the day you can't just continue to put story games only into a game of the year awards category a game of the yes you've got individual categories but that main category should be a summarization of every category Anybody who's within any of the subcategories should be within a chance of winning the main category. Yep. It shouldn't just be, ah, uh, well, the only ones that ever get nominated have a story, which has been the case for a while. I mean, apart from Overwatch, which was a weird one-off. Ooh, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> apart from that, I mean, God, if, if Overwatch has got a chance to win it, come on. <laughs> come on. Yeah. And, uh, let's let's be honest. There's more people going to play Forza Horizon uh especially over the coming months uh in terms of varied amounts of people than there are overwatch overwatch has got a big following but in terms of the varied amount of people that play it the different kinds of people that play uh the games i think force horizon's got a, a bigger varied crowd um it's just it's hard to put into words like like obm said before what it is that it does to stand out just so much above head and shoulders the previous title but the fun fact is there. I mean, I've been uh, had a, a a good. Every one of my crews got this game on early access, so we've been playing since since Friday, uh, Thursday. We all moved to New Zealand for a few few hours. 
Um, <laughs> I'm so I kind of it. Xbox to I transport love that. my house. Didn't Greeny put something out like that? Yeah, hey, did, did everyone yeah. move? To, I mean, come on. So we're going on an adventure. <laughs> yeah, but come on, <laughs> come on. You can't blame Dutch and his crew. He's got yeah. he's got dudes in his crew who literally have the word Forza in their name. So come on. Yeah. You, yeah. yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah. We are racing nuts. <laughs> uh, they all, every one of them as well, watch the F1 like every weekend. So uh, big racing fans in general. But it was as soon as, yeah, uh, as soon as we jumped on, everybody got the levels up immediately, jumped into a big crew. We had a really good, I mean, I was on, I was streaming it for five and a half hours the other day. Wow. Um, awesome. And then again tonight, I had stuffed Sean, who's in the chat, ES Paul, um, Stuart, all, all on again tonight doing a few races and, just fooling around on the map and jumping into each other and doing big ramps and checkpoints. And that's what it's about. It's just a big fun play area, but I mean, it's just such a beautiful place to, to play as well. I just can't. And as you mentioned before we started boom, you're going around trying to get all the roads <laughs> and you just, you, it's unbelievable just how much you, you, you don't notice until you start to get all the roads checked off of how much more map there is that you haven't yet been on. And then when you start to go through the roads, you're just like, I've never seen this place before. I've never seen this place before. I've never seen this place. How have I not seen this place before? This is such yeah. a beautiful little area. And then you keep going around. I'm like, right, this is a br brilliant place to take a photo. And then I'm like, no, I know for a fine fact, by the time I finish this, I'll have completely forgot what area I said it was brilliant to go and take a photo at. Um, but no, it's I 100% guarantee um, there will be... You can't, I mean, it is the highest rated game of the year. You cannot let the highest rated game of the year not be within a shout of yeah. getting into that final category. It's, it doesn't make sense logistically. Or <laughs> it just doesn't. It has to be. It yeah. has to be. And I'm, I'm sure Keely will be watching the amount of, just <laughs> sheer, the sheer amount of um, views and talk that this game's getting from everybody in the industry, not just the car racing fanatics, but just me the media in general, just how happy they are. Uh, quick, quick pro tip for me, real quick, before you yes. continue. If you have, if you've played Forza, the old versions, the, the newest version right now, download the Forza Hub app. Yes. Please do that mm -hmm. and load it up because they give you a poop ton of credits, loyalty points, if you will. For all the forces you've played, and that will get you huge car like points enough to buy other cars. I didn't know that. Shout out to uh, Infinite Umbra on Twitter for pointing that out. Loaded it up, a couple hundred thousand points I got right away to be able to get different cars. Nice, yep. do it. And it's, um, and but it's it, an, an amalgamation of all the other games we've played before. Yeah, it, it's it basically if you played the that? other ones. Yeah, well, if you played, played any of the other ones, the, exactly. So you load it up, you'll get a bunch of points. Really, yeah. loyalty points. Yep. Yes. Infinite Umbra, you're a genius. Thank you. And Asante, <laughs> thank you for bringing that up. Sorry, go ahead. But I mean, in please, terms of, please. yes, I'm an, ex, I'm an Xbox account as well, but in terms of its its viewability and just how many people have watched it, and granted, I've, I've put some pretty... pretty. Yeah, somebody's got something going on in the background. Please mute that. <laughs> there we go. Mind. Yeah, that's a lot of, <laughs> lot of, lot of chatter. Uh, thank you. Put a, put a few... Blame uh, my kids. All <laughs> <laughs> right, that's... that's that's real put a life. few posts up over the over the last few days, but I mean, I've put fifteen posts up, uh, wow. seven and a half thousand likes, and six six hundred eight thousand wow. uh, impressions. Wow! Um, from 15, 15 posts, that's just photos of the game. I mean, yeah, but the photos you take are just 
ridiculous, R- unbelievable. Right. Um, but yeah, it's listen, just, it I mean, shows as well just how many people are excited and, and yes. specifically how this game looks and runs on every platform. Whether or not you've got the OG Xbox, whether or not you're playing it on cloud, whether or not you're playing it on the Series S or X or PC, it, it is just so well optimized across the board. It, it's good that you say that because I have one problem. And, it's, and I, I, you, you mentioned it, so I have to bring it up. On PC, it plays great. You cannot take captures of it while it's playing. And that's mm. a big problem. It oh. doesn't matter how great mach- your machine is. The minute you hit record, unless you're using an external capture card, you're like uh, 130 frames per second turns to 27, like whoa. slideshow. Yeah, It is a problem. Hopefully they know this because a bunch of people yeah. have already complained about it and they'll fix it. But that is a criticism. Right? Oh, that's weird. Oh, maybe there's a day one patch yeah, there could be yeah because <laughs> it's not even day one yet so there you go yeah. <laughs> but you know what let, everborn let, let's get let's get your opinion on this uh now you you obviously broke down and got the game uh you you, you absolutely you were, not no oh you absolutely. didn't okay i did not oh. make well, it where i was he's got an excuse he's got other things to do I, that is true. Would have gotten it himself. That is true. I have I've been playing the game of watching the um the Twitter Kickstarter. Spaces. No, 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 no oh, Twitter okay. Spaces. I've been watching mm-hmm. the Kickstarter pledges and reaching oh, okay. out to everyone. I, I even reached out to Dealer today. I might I might have to I might have to pull on 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 some strings from you, Boom, to try to get me on RDX and try to tell people about the campaign. But that, mm. but anyway, that's the game I've been playing. But. Even if I wasn't doing that, I would not be playing this before Tuesday. But that okay, being I mean, said, listen, that, that's that's fine. I mean, listen again. I've seen a lot of people on the sidelines saying, "Hey, listen, it's what I got Game Pass for, so I don't have to spend the money." Uh, yes, me. Uh, you know, the early access. I know there's been some 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 controversy with it. Uh, I don't buy it for the early access as much as I buy it because I want all the DLC. And if mm-hmm. we know what they do with Playground Games, all you have to do is look back at. Um, you know, Forza Horizon 3's DLC, Forza Horizon 4 Lego DLC. So I, I cannot wait to see what they do. But the, the bonus of getting that, that all the bells and whistles, is you do get it early. And people that are waiting, that's perfectly fine. There's n- nothing wrong with that. But that's not the question here. The question here is, with the game being the highest-reviewed title of 2021 and the Game Awards really being the, I, I think someone said it before, the rite of passage for a developer like a playground games does this this uh, has to have to be in that conversation at the end of the year everborn i hate to break everybody's bubble here but the game of the year i swear to god is going to end up being some crap like returnal i just nah. I, I see it now <laughs> not I, I, you I, mentioned returnal this has already beaten that as far as sales. In yeah, early yeah, I know, I know. Just, just the early access. Yes, um, I do. But okay, so before I get into this game of the year thing, I'm not going to take us off course. But that controversy about day and date is a lie. Is so stupid. Like, what is the definition of early? The 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 street date is the street date. You're getting it day one. The game doesn't officially release until the ninth. Uh, so. I don't want to hear anybody with that nonsense. But anyway, back to the question at hand. Um, I I think it should be, right? But, um, and it's not, you know, because it's a racer. Uh, is it, is how much of a zeitgeist moment is, is this game? And will people be talking about it 
after Halo. And I don't say that to say I know the answer to that. I'm just that's that's a question that I'm asking in in terms of when we think it because has any Forza everyone loved Forza Four when it came out universally. I don't know anyone that complained against it. What'd you say? I said not like this, but no, keep going. Okay, not like this. All right. So I because my question is why has why didn't Forza Four Forza Horizon Play it and you'll notice the difference. Trust me, there is a difference there. There's a big big difference in four. Not just graphics. No, 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 it's it's leaps and bounds different. And and actually, I want to throw one other thing. I didn't mention this earlier, but uh, and and I guess I I, I'm guessing when somebody from the panel probably will mention it. But the the progression system is is significantly better. And what's interesting about it. Like, this seems like a thing that, like, you almost wouldn't even give credit for how they range icons in a map or or how all that stuff works. But they somehow figured out how to give you more freedom to do the things you want to do, yet make it more streamlined and purposeful at the same time. And that almost sounds like a contradictory thing that they somehow masterfully pulled off. And I think even from uh, from a open-world progression aspect they've kind of set a bar here or maybe found a template it's not the same template as what they used before because like i said when i played four and i played it almost 30 hours maybe somewhere between 25 and 30 hours i felt like it was pretty aimless a lot of times and it was just a little bit overwhelming and i didn't really like i said i really didn't know uh what i was aiming to do what's really cool here so is you're you saying can, they cracked the formula in this i i do think so yeah it's like what's neat here is like i can focus on just dirt races if i want to and build cars for that and get really good at that and then it's like okay i master that now i can go like okay now i want to do street races and what kind of cars do i want for that and that's a lot to me that's better than what they had before and then it feels like they're constantly rewarding you um the progression is just it it, it is it is it, it is subtle, I think, to to like somebody on the outside, but it is I think it's masterfully the the way they kind of walk that line between between always feeling like you have a purpose, but you're always feeling like you have freedom to do what you want to do. So and and, and I, real quick, Everborn, to answer your question as to will this matter after Halo, I've been playing this game like these games as palate cleansers for quite some time now. This game is peak palate cleanser. You can play this with everything yeah. else, especially what Boom was saying about screw the races, screw all the things that they tell you to do. See that hill up there? Go up to that hill. Drive to that Use hill. Any, I, yeah. any I will be honest you with want. you guys. It, mm-hmm. I, um, when Halo comes out, other than my kids, nothing else is uh-huh. really going to matter. So. Well, there, there you go. <laughs> but it's, it's, it is a good yeah, exactly. palate cleanser. It really is. Yeah, but like, it's, it, yeah, I'm like, playing but this does, with does multiple palate- games. Does palette cleanser meet the level of game of the year? Even no, if it's the what, what, I mean, cleanser? what I mean by that is everyone can have something to play in it and everyone can take something from it. There are car guys that eat this stuff up. There are people who have finished the entire map already, right? And then there are people like me who will get deep into it day one and then over the like over the months, I will play this and that, yeah. this and another game. This and I will always be playing this game. It'll, this You'll will be that. in my expansion card for a long time. In addition yeah. to Halo, yeah. you know, no, I, I agree. You'll keep coming back to this. It, it's just uh, set up that way, and I can't. And I'm really excited to see what they come up with for DLC and things like that. Yeah, those yeah. expansions. 
Yeah. Now, if you if when you spend the extra money, you buy it outright for the hundred dollars. Does that mean you get all the DLC going forward? What do you yep. get? For yes, that you get everything. Money? You get both everything. big expansions. You get six car packs. I think usually the release, uh, probably about eight in total. So like the release, the six that is included, and then near the tail, the very tail end, they release like two two ones that you purchase, but oh, they're not boy. essentials. Now I'm gonna go buy it. You see, yep. this is what this is why I didn't want to come yeah. on the show today. Not only that, but, <laughs> so but, there is, but there's wait, there's more. But there's more. <laughs> you also get a voucher to use on any car in the game, so you don't yep. have to. I spent it on the it AC be a three Cobra, million dollar thirty car. million, yeah, yeah, thirty million dollar car. So go. I spent it on that. You can also use. You get a couple of the houses in game that give you perks. Um, you get uh, wheel spins pretty much all the time, and obviously wheel spins aren't anything you purchase physically yourself. So there's no like microtransactions. They what you earn for just simply leveling up in game, but you get them pretty much every other day. You get weekly ones from the Forza team, and then you get them just for for leveling up anyway. Plus you also get XP boosts. So so you've got the expansion passes, you've got the car passes, you've got everything in between XP boosts. You it, literally they. Do as much as they physically can to reward you for just playing the game. Yeah, and I, I, I guess for me, um, you know, this is. It seems like it's more than just a racing game. Oh yeah, right. It it yep. is. So so if you're asking me, should it be nominated? Should it be in the consideration? Yes. However, do I? Does cynical me? Does cynical Everborn think? It will be nominated, and that answer is still a resounding no. And I, I agree do with not, that too. I, I do not think that uh, it will get that level of recognition. It's a good thing the deck is stacked, though. I think in the Xbox favor, because like you can't, you can't like not acknowledge this and then not acknowledge Psychonauts, right? Yeah. Like there's 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 so much going on this year. Um, in 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 terms of uh, what could get nominated versus what got delayed, so I, I think I think Xbox is going to have a good year at the Game Awards. I don't know if this will be it. And what I don't want to happen, and I know it's not the same thing, but um, Flight Sim is a um, you know it 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 is one of those games where it's still installed on my on on my heart on well not. The direct hard drive is installed on my uh, expansion card, but I keep flight sim on because I always pick it up every now and again. And if there's a storm somewhere, I want to fly into it. And if I, I hope Forza is not that, and I say this because I'm not really a Forza guy. Uh, I hope Forza is not that thing where you just pick it up every now and again, but you don't. I, really... I think once you, you you're actually playing it, I, I think you're going to understand what we're all talking about. Yeah. Where yeah. it's not just another Forza, or that it's not something you're going to play every now blue moon. You will be addicted to playing this game, like many of us are. You know, uh, one thing I'm I want to find out, out tomorrow. <laughs> one other thing I was yeah, going to throw tomorrow. out there while you're kind of talking about that, I was thinking about it. Um, uh, Everborn is is this is also probably one of the better social games. Like if you ever just wanted mm. to get on and you didn't want anything like intense, you know, you just kind of wanted to unwind and just kind of bull crap about with your friends about games. Like this is one of those types of experiences, especially with the creative mode. Uh, like nobody's really touched on that right now, but you know, from what I've gathered, it's pretty deep. And I think, Oh yeah. This is, this is playground's version of forge. 
<laughs> yeah, basically, it, it is Forge for Forza. And I think you're going to, especially with this giant community with Game Pass, with PC, uh, you're you're going to see a lot of interesting modes out, you know, that are going to get created. And I think it's just be one of those things that you can go back to. It's like, you know, I, I don't know about you guys, but I remember like with Halo 3 onwards, when, they, when that Forge came out, it, it, it was like, you know, me and buddies would be like, we'd have groups and it's like, okay, this is, this is Halo night. And, and then somebody just throw together a bunch of forge maps and like, we just do dumb things. And it was just, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't serious. It was just something you just jumped on and it was a social had fun. experience. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that happening here. I think that that's something that this is, this world is built for that. And if the tools are there, like people are saying, I think it's uh that's an underrated aspect that nobody's not nobody, but most people aren't really, factoring right now because they're still enamored with the, the base game uh, yeah. i think that's going to start to take hold in you know over the coming weeks and months yeah, yeah I, I, haven't even, I, I was going to say i haven't even touched on you right i haven't even touched on the the custom stuff or the design um me either. design aspects yeah. of it nothing i've literally yeah. just played the base stuff so far and we've been having a laugh on that but the the so maps that some that's... people are going to create is just going to be insane Dutch shared a picture of, of, of a couple cars that had been custom made into Mario vehicles. I'm waiting for that Mario Kart level, baby. <laughs> yeah, oh, yes. it's amazing. We'll get it, I'll get it set up. Yeah, let's <laughs> I mean, get it done. But... When, when we talk about just like between the 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 map creator that's that they said is going to be available on this, and then when Forge comes out in Halo, I just also want to take my hat off to what they're doing in terms of like uh socializing uh these these bigger games i think uh hats off to 343 in uh in, in playground oh yeah. one thing i want to add to that actually in terms of hats off uh the accessibility on this game is insane yeah it yes. is absolutely yeah. bonkers yeah. It, 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 um, it's the, the biggest they, obviously ever seen. They've, yeah they've, but they're even then the obviously if you hadn't seen the GameSpot uh post there as well which um they retweeted they're adding sign language for cutscenes in this game um oh, wow. the, so it's the first time they're gonna there's gonna be a game with actual sign language covering cutscenes on on a game um also they've added a feature for those with uh, either slow reflexes or um mental maybe mental impairments uh that doesn't give them reaction time to to go so you can slow this I game speed that. down to, yes. to like 40 so basically, somebody they, used that. They yeah. used that as the comparison of uh, for why why uh, a game like Sekiro can't have that. The exact same game, but slow everything down to fifty percent, and then it makes yeah. everything a little more manageable. So you're still I'm doing sorry. like two hundred miles yeah. an hour, but it's basically yeah. giving that person the time to actually react and get around corners yeah. and respond to what's happening. I actually on screen. might need that myself. I'm not going to lie. Just, hey, not, hey. <laughs> hey no the lie. old reflexes aren't what they used to be. But yeah, it's just absolutely insane. Um, we've got a. a a chap actually that uh, we know called Sightless Combat, and he's a completely blind gamer. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been he's been helping the Forza team with um, with the accessibility on it, but he's like level I think he's level sixty seven or something. He's done most of the roads. I'm like Jesus, Web, how do you manage that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love I love hearing stories like that. But listen, what I want to do is I got to bring in Mag, and we got to bring in Cyber, and we got to yes, get sir. to the big topic of the show, <clears throat> and that is uh, a lot of conspiracy theories coming out of what happened uh, a couple of days ago with uh, head of Square Enix, their president, uh, just destroyed um a crystal dynamics uh publicly uh it was uh i i like i, I was saying in the green room i would not want to be a part of that team because i would be just completely 
beside myself in anger. Uh, and you know, maybe you, they're no longer a part of that team. Well, maybe they're Would not. You stop and, blowing. And, and we're going to get into that. But uh, uh, Mag, let's get your opinion yes, on sir. this now. Mag, did you did you drop the money on yes, the, the the big addition, or are you waiting for tonight? Uh, I I haven't been home, <laughs> so, <laughs> so there was true. no point. There was no point in me uh, getting it. So I thought about well, it. Well, then I mean, how did you do those reviews, Mag? I'm just kidding. Keep yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let me. Yeah, I wasn't even home. Uh, barely uh, for like half an hour, and then I'd go to bed. So I Holy thought to myself, boys, keep him busy. Yeah, I, I just I would just be wasting my uh, wasting my money. So I'm like, I'll just wait till Tuesday. It's actually my day off tomorrow, so I can finally sit down and give this game a try. Now, uh, before I get into it, I just wanted to say a couple things. Boom, your video, your review. Not only was it excellent, but it was the first one I watched. Oh, thanks, and, dude. Uh, That's awesome. I, Thank you. I thought it was amazing. I, I loved every second of it, the professionalism of it, everything else. It looked it looked incredible. Thank and, you, sir. Uh, I uh, just I just wanted to say that and uh, Dutch also your picks that you've been posting on Twitter and everything else ridiculous. are ridiculous nothing short of breathtaking absolutely amazing uh really great oh by the way Dutch you look like the emperor from Star Wars right now cuz all I can see is your face and just this dark <laughs> shadow you're sitting in <laughs> now, but on, there it is you look terrifying yeah something 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 yeah, now just say the dark dark side. Side. so rise my friend yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, oh, anyways, man. Forza, uh, let's get into this thing. Now, first of all, uh, you know, you guys were talking about fast travel. Listen, the only way you fast travel in Forza is you just hit the accelerator harder. There you all go. right. That's there how you, you fast travel because you want to you want to soak in the sights. OK, these guys put a lot of effort into this open world. Clearly, from what I've seen so far, they have gone above and beyond the call of duty. No pun intended with their uh, visuals this year. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> that's a whole other story. But let me tell you something. This Zinger. game looks stunning, and it looks like there's a lot of detail in there, right? So you would want to spend the time to go through there, check it out, see what's there. You know, like Dutch was saying, oh, I didn't even, I never even knew this place was here. Look at this place. Look at that. So you'd want to do that. Now, another interesting little side note I did notice. Uh, now, uh, someone actually in the chat mentioned it uh, earlier in the show. There are actually 1.5 million active players right now. On Forza Horizon 5. And the game hasn't even released. Yep. It is all early access people who have dropped the money. Whether they bought the game entirely or just bought the expansions. Now, the thing is, let's just say, for argument's sake, okay, how many people are in Game Pass, whatever, right? If you've got 1.5 million people, all right, in this game already, you could theoretically still have 25 million sets of eyeballs that haven't even touched it yet. Right. So yeah. you could I mean, if it if it goes the way it's going to go, what I think it's going to go, and especially with the way the reviews are coming in and, and what we're hearing from the, everybody who's been playing it, including people in the chat and on this panel. OK, there's going to be a lot of people in this game. OK, I think this might be the biggest Forza that's ever been released. And I think it's going and especially, again, coupled with the fact that Game Pass is pushing anywhere between 23, 25 or 30 million people hasn't even happened yet. I think this could be an absolutely extraordinary year for Microsoft and of course for this particular game and franchise. So there's that. Now, the other thing is that we're talking about the Keeleys and everything else, right? And if you think about it, you know, some I, I can't remember who mentioned it actually. I think it was either Asante or Dutch. We're talking about how Overwatch won. Okay. Now, what is I mean, are you playing Overwatch for its engaging story? Are you going to bed thinking about the characters and saying, man, that 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 storyline really got to me or whatever? No, it's an arena shooter for Christ's sake. So you're just playing it for fun. So there it is. 
fun. Yeah. Okay. What is, if you think about it that, oh, and sorry. And another thing before the Keeleys even happened, there were the other game awards. I think they were called the BAFTAs, right? I think they're still mm-hmm. happening. But uh, anyways, one of their games of the year was Tony Hawk's pro skater for God's sake. Yeah. Okay. And this was before Keeley started getting into his thing. And, uh, What's that? Is there a story there? Is there a sad dad there? Is it an over the shoulder? No, it hey, is Tony Hawk a- can be can be considered a sad dad. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah that, that is true. Yeah. yeah, depending on how bad his kids uh, are acting. But oh, anyways, man. the thing is, it's a game for fun. And what are games at the end of the day? Something that you play for enjoyment. How you enjoy it is entirely up to you. If you're a heavy uh, narr- uh, story narrative dude, great, play that. If you're just about the mindless action, go ahead, do that too. You know, that's where you can play your bayonetas or whatever the hell you want to play. If you're a platform guy, you just do those guys, you know, a guy or gal, you play those games or a shooter or whatever, right? So who is the one, you know, who says what can be defined as a game or game of the year or whatever? It's nonsense to me. You know, if you think about actually like some of the greatest games of all time had no story at all. This Pac-Man is one of the greatest games of all time with with probably one of the biggest impacts on the industry in the history of video games. Super Mario Brothers. Was it, are you sitting there worried about what happened to Princess Peach or are you just trying to get to the next block so you don't fall into the lava, right? I'm worried about Peach, bro. Well, maybe you, Cyber, okay? But the rest of us were just trying to stay alive, you know, while, while Bowser's shooting like hammers at us or whatever, right? But the thing is, You're playing it for the enjoyment of the game. It is a game at the end of the day. So now you take that over to, like, let's say uh, a flight simulator. You're flying, okay? It's still a game. It's still something that you want to do. Racing game, same thing. You've got Forza Horizon 5, uh, from what I've seen so far. I can't say it's amazing. I haven't played it yet, but, I mean, I'm pretty sure it is. So, therefore, guess what? It is still a game. It is something that you were doing for your own personal enjoyment. So, therefore, it should be in the running for game of the year. However, and this is where the however comes into play, is that I I fear that, I don't really fear, I mean, I just think it's just going to happen, is that they're going to do what they do every year and they're just going to shove it into that sports slash racing category, mm-hmm. which to me is bullshit. I'm sorry, excuse I'm, me. I'm, calling no, it now, man. I'm telling you, Returnal is going to win. You know, just, what, you know what? I have a feeling Everborn is probably not far off the mark. I think it's going to be either Returnal Death Store, or maybe Death Store just with like you know, no, no, no. Wasn't there a tweet or something going on? I was gonna say I I didn't know Returnal. I didn't know Returnal had such fans until like Keeley had a had a Mm -hmm. a spaces Mm -hmm. and he you know offered people to come up and talk about the games they loved, and Returnal came up. So many times, and That's, I was just sitting here. There was a guy like, in there that said, Yeah, but there was guys saying, No, it's Returnal's my game of the year, but I haven't played it. And yet. he didn't play it. That's, yes, that was one. I haven't played that. it yet. It's my game of the year. And you know what? <laughs> Barely even a million people even bought what was or is it 500,000? Yeah, 700,000. Okay, so yeah, it can't be like that, that yeah. popular, but anyways, that's a whole other mm-hmm. story. But the thing is, yeah. here's the thing. Um, it's going to get shoved in that sports racing category, which I think is ridiculous. And what's going to happen there? It gets pushed out of the spotlight. It's the same as like, you know, when the Academy Awards, if anybody still watches that trash, but if you're watching the Academy Awards and they have like best CGI effects or best, like, you know, sound editing. And that's yeah, when that's everybody the gets consolation up to go to the bathroom. Prize. Yeah. And everybody goes they're like, up, oh, up, oh, sound editing. I'm going to go, go to the bathroom and go grab another beer. That's when you get up and leave. No one's watching who's winning sound editing, right? That's what they're going to do to Forza Horizon 5. It's going to become a footnote 
And I think that that's an absolute shame. However, if there's enough pressure from the public, you know, at the same time, you got to understand Jeff Keeley's not a stupid guy. Okay, Jeff Keeley knows that he's got he's got his fingers on the pulse of the community and he knows that he's going to have to play this right. That if millions and millions and millions of people and it becomes a social and uh, a social a social media phenomenon, as well as a phenomenon on the Xbox ecosystem, you can't ignore it. And I think he may just say, you know what, it'd be really stupid if I shove this in that sports racing category because yep. I'm going to piss off a lot of people. So therefore, it might if with if there's enough pressure from the people and if there's enough spotlight on this game it would be damn foolish of him to not put it in the game of the year because i think even if it doesn't win it will create the hype that's yeah. required can you imagine you got returnal versus forza 5 versus psychonauts 2 versus death's door now you got a show because because yeah. uh, on top of that sony doesn't didn't really have all that much this year i mean they had returnal and they had ratchet and clank okay Ratchet and Clank to me was the same as it always been. Uh, you know, it is, but I think it's a shoe in to get nominated. I, I think just because they have the, you know, the, you know, Sony has that history of pedigree, which cannot be denied. But at the same time, you look at a game like Ratchet and Clank. What are you doing? You're throwing a disco ball at Doctor Nefarious <clears throat> for the 36th straight game for crying out loud. So like, it's like okay. There's nothing here that I haven't seen before, except there's some better lighting and better reflections, and that's basically it. So the thing, and you know, if you play the 2016, uh, 2016 Ratchet and Clank, which was free on the PlayStation the Store, game. there, it's the same game. Yeah. Okay, yeah. it's the same game. So you know, it's it's whatever. Anyway, the point is, I think it would create much more hype, especially like I said, if more people are involved and more people are engaged in Forza Horizon Five, then I think that it may end up in that game of the year category. So uh, again, like I said. Uh, long story longer. I just think that a game, just like Boom said, a game is a game is a game, and it's all about your interpretation of what you personally enjoy. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Cyber, welcome to the show, brother. Thank you so much. Oh, for hello, hello. Us. Uh, give us your here. give us your thought on uh, whether or not a, a something like um, Forza Horizon Five should be no nominated for Game of the Year. Oh, without a shadow of a doubt. Just from the feedback that we've been getting. Uh, from you know reviewers all these different outlets and also the community uh, themselves have you know been uh, actively on Twitter everywhere else just claiming how good this uh, this game is how different how uh, the hardcore fans you know really enjoyed the tweak and balances that they've been doing I personally can't say that I'm a, a racing uh, enthusiast or you know uh, I, I don't play that much racing games. But um, I do dabble here and there when my friends want to try it, when I see a lot of people, you know, when I see some of my friends playing it. But um, this game absolutely looks amazing. And the review, if you if you're solely if the metric that you're using is solely, uh, you know, the review, Metacritics, Open Critics and things like that. Absolutely. This game should 100 percent be nominated for a game of the year. Now, I'm on board as well with most of uh, what everyone's been saying that it can be, it should be nominated, but even if it is nominated, it would have a, a, a difficult time winning. Um, maybe this year it'll uh, just because traditionally they've been, you know, we, I know we've had some examples here, Overwatch, you know, Tony Hawk pro skaters and things like that. But throughout the years that we've just seen just you know, third person their story driven games consistently win these these categories. Um, and we never know what's gonna happen, you know, with Keely as well. I personally um 
think that from all these reviews and this this is the I believe it's the highest rated game this year. I think it's Forza Horizon Five. Yep. Mm-hmm. If I'm correct. Yes. So, like I said, if we if we you know if the structure is solely based on that, which I'm sure it's not, you know, it, it's a bunch of uh, people who go there and vote. Then, um, you know, Returnal has a shot of winning, but should it should have been should it be nominated? One hundred percent. Now, I, I you know I play Forza once every blue moon, you know. So, but I'm excited uh, for me to try this tomorrow. I didn't pick up the the premium pack. I know a lot of people are excited for that. Dutch has been posting these amazing shots, man. He needs to do a shot for me so I can have it save it as my background. If you guys mm-hmm. go take a look on his Twitter feed. It's been amazing, but yeah. So I, I'm I'm not that big into into racing games. It's just not you know not my thing. But from what I've seen, from what I've heard, and from the feedback from the community and these reviewers, it absolutely should be nominated for sure. Yeah. Well, listen, folks. This what what a great way to open up the show. Didn't realize it was going to go almost an hour and twenty minutes, but you know something <laughs> well worth the conversation for sure. Real quick shout out to Drawn TJ drops the first super chat of the day. Says Forza Horizon Five is awesome, but the convoy doesn't uh, doesn't work. Can't see my friends. This is going to be a great show. Awesome panel. Yeah, I think there might be some tweaks that uh, that might be out there that maybe aren't active. Maybe we're going to come in a day one patch. Let me uh, ask we'll, one. Qu- uh, I'm I'm sorry, but are all the features there day one or no? Yeah, are they yeah, missing yeah. a couple? Th- are they? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I've I've had zero problems, zero crashes or anything. Everything seems to be working for me. Um, uh, all the features, have, are, all the features that they're immediately all the modes and things like that. All yeah. the modes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Okay. Abacab seventy two says actually uh, drops an outstanding five dollars of chances. Fun fact: the last time a racing game was nominated for Game of the Year, it was two thousand and four with burnout three takedown and it lost the half-life two dude that's a great factoid i didn't even Ooh. know that uh thank you for that uh michael Cullock drops not one but two five dollars super chats and the first one says can't remember the last time i raced a one game of the year more often than not game of the year tends to go to story driven games he also mm-hmm. says you never know halo could come out of nowhere and win game of the year yeah it's 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 not it's gonna miss the i mark. would love to watch the world burn if that it, that would be great <laughs> oh my god i would love for keely <laughs> to make an exception for halo do i think that's gonna happen probably not uh it's a little late december 8th uh i don't know uh but all i do know is we have to get into what I've been advertising as the big topic of today's show uh, with Crystal Dynamics uh, currently working on perfect the Perfect Dark reboot. Many in the community have asked the question, has Microsoft started the acquisition process of the team responsible for reboot, rebooting the Tomb Raider franchise? Well, I think that this, this again, this is some tinfoil hat stuff, folks, and it is opinionated, and it is we're going to kind of hang out in speculation town for a hot second. But at, while addressing shareholders in a statement published by the company's annual report, President Yosuke Matsuda said that Square Enix needed to learn from the game's disappointing performance. And I say, ouch. Uh, Marvel's Avengers was an ambitious title for us in, in, in that we took on the game as a service model. 
Uh, we overcame a variety of unexpected difficulties in the final phase of the game's development, including needing to transition to work from home due to the pandemic. We were able to uh, to, uh, to, to, uh, to, to uh, address these challenges and release the game, but it has unfortunately not proven as successful as we had, would have liked. Nonetheless, taking on the game of the year uh, games as a service model highlighted issues that we are likely to face in the future uh, for uh, for game development efforts, such as the need to select game designs that mesh with the unique attributes and tastes of our studios and development teams. And he continued, while the new challenge that we tackled with this title produced a disappointing outcome, we are certain that the games, games as a service approach will grow in importance as gaming becomes more service oriented. How we go about creating new experiences by incorporating this trend into our game design is a key question that we will need to go uh, that we will need to uh, answer going forward. Oh God! Yeah, I mean, it sounds very <sighs> corporate, but here, but hold on. I thought uh, the headline was bad. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, this is this is where this is where it gets interesting because uh, he when he, when when this this subject first came up, he was first interviewed by Games Beat. Uh, Matt Sewer explained that he thought Crystal Dynamics this is going back all the way to 2019. That he thought Crystal Dynamics was well suited for Marvel's Avengers, and his exact uh, quote was: "Crystal has always been a company." that has made games in the action-adventure space. In that sense, I thought it would be a good fit in terms of making a game with Marvel using the Avengers, which would naturally be an action-based uh, game. Uh, and uh, Was listen, that a Jim Ryan quote, or was that No, that, that, that was oh, uh, okay. the president of... Um, of Square Enix. So oh, interesting. The salt starts early. Go ahead. Yeah, man. yeah. I mean, th there's no. Listen, oh, look, look. I, I gotta say, you know, right, right out of the gate, when, when, when you see, um, uh, the president basically throw your uh, company under, uh, your, your development house under the bus, it makes you really scratch your head, and, uh, and it, it, it's look. He actually said in this in this 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 company statement that uh, Crystal Dynamics was the wrong fit for the disappointing Marvel's Avengers. And I got to be honest with you, when you hear that kind of talk, when you hear the quotes that I just read, go out to the company. If you are a part of of uh, the team Crystal Dynamics that built this game. Now, granted, I'll tell you straight up right now. I did not enjoy Marvel's Avengers because not because the graphics were bad, not because the character models didn't look like the MCU uh, characters that we all know and love, not that the story was bad, <laughs> not that Miss Marvel was lead, was one of the lead uh, story arcs, which I thought Ms., I thought her story arc and her story was amazing. Loved her as a character. I think that the the what was shoehorned into this was the loot system, and it broke the game. It broke the game in a way that I don't think could be fixed. Uh, again, uh, if, if you were on the fence about a game, a single-player Marvel game, I say check out Guardians of the Galaxy. That is a masterful uh, uh, game that I cannot wait to get back to. But I, I, I do want to get, before I bring in uh, Everborn, before I bring in, um, of course, Kaya Santa, I do want to bring our guest into the conversation 
when you hear this, and <laughs> now that we know that this team that is extremely talented, that reboot uh, a dying franchise in Laura Croft uh, and Tomb Raider, uh, this is the same team that brought us Rise of the Tomb Raider, my favorite in the series, probably my favorite game, uh, certainly the best-looking game of last gen, without a doubt, is working on now um, uh, you know, the reboot of Joanna Dark. Uh, the question starts to starts to you know we start to ponder. The question has to be asked: the the trial period, quote unquote, trial period that was rumored to be Microsoft trying out this team i think i don't think that you have to try out anything i think you have a talented team i i, mm. I and i think that there could have been the there could have been the steps already started because you don't come out and throw your team under the bus if they're still a part of your your organization i think that this is their way this is them coming out of them out of uh, under the square enix umbrella potentially into the xbox game studios family and i think they would do very well there what what are your thoughts on the comments there, OBM? Yeah, there's uh, definitely a lot to unpack there. And, you know, so I guess like when I look at the situation, I try to step back with all these things and I, and I try to look look at them not just in a vacuum and, you know, taking, taking away like any, you know, potential rumors or anything like that. Like just looking at this logically, like, you know, the same way that a analyst would look at a stock or, or, or somebody would predict a sports game, you kind of look at all the different factors um even leading up to this like if you step all the way back to uh you know when they made the first tomb raider reboot remember that was very well received critically yes um, commercially as well yeah it sold seven million and, and, and they were not very happy with that they went on Which record with bonkers with, yes yeah and, and you know one of the things that we'll start to realize there there is some other interesting things like when you think about these companies it's almost it's almost its own other topic but like the way the industry is changing a lot of these a lot of these companies they gauge these things differently than the way we might think of them like we look at it and say oh they made some money that's positive right they sold a lot of games they made money that that that, that should be a win why would anybody be unhappy with that but but a lot of times the way these corporations look at it they they set expectations with their investors and you you know, um, there's also opportunity costs. Like if you're spending time on this thing, you could have spent that time on this other thing that could have made us more money uh, than this other thing did. And so like, maybe we should have just put all those people on the, you know, Final Fantasy series or, you know, uh, you know, continue to expand out on our, on our MMO. And, and so, you know, you look at that and then, you know, you go a few years later, um, you, they, it, you know, IOI was underneath them at that time. IOI was a very successful studio. If you look at IOI's history, they've uh, had a history of, of you know, um, quality, you know, before they ever joined up with, with Square Enix. And, um, you know, they had some really highly regarded games on the PC back in the day, you know, with Hitman. Uh, then they came out with this, this series. And, and, and again, you know, from the top of Square, they wanted to make this into something episodic because they're trying to figure out how to take this the single player thing and make it more create more engagement. Cause that's like the 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 kind of the common thing you're seeing with a lot of these big publishers. It's not just about um, you know, hey, this game sold enough, you know, made back our money you know, we're good. It's about engagement. It's about mind share. Uh, and, and so they're trying to figure out a model to make that work. And it, and it, and it backfired on them, despite the fact that the original Hitman last generation came out to, again, 
very good critical reception. A lot of people love that game. And, you know, I know like Grub always referred to that as like one of his favorite games of, you know, of the last generation. And one bad mother, if I can interrupt you, one yeah, yeah. you just you just reminded me Hitman yeah. 3 came out this year. Did yeah, it? it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, that's another great game. That's, that's right. also yeah. for uh, on the hook for a game of the year. Yeah. 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 And, and, and it should be, you know, like IOI is a it was a very, very good developer. And so you know, uh, Square Enix let them go because it just it, it wasn't profitable, right? It wasn't about the quality of the game. It was it was just they they couldn't figure out how to make the money they wanted to make uh, with them, so they let them go. They they let them use the Hitman license, which Square Enix still owns, by the way. I know a lot of people assume that that the uh, IOI somehow took that with them. They they took like first rights or something. It's some weird deal, but they but you know Square Enix still owns that license. Um, and they they loaned it out to them to is that to like right it. of first refusal? Yeah, so I don't know the specifics. A... It's 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 a weird deal. Like it's 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 not like your usual type of deal. But I, I know that Square Enix still owns it. Like they didn't just give it to them for free. Um, they just let them use it. But so then you keep moving forward, and then and then it's like okay, so you had those successes. We know that you know uh, Idos did the next Tomb Raider, which wasn't again wasn't commercially super successful uh then they move on they pivot everything over to marvel they take the successful studio pivot them over to this and again like i think to boom what you just said you you kind of painted the picture well that's a um if you take away the mess that was kind of tacked on the loot stuff that really junks up the game i experienced it for the first time in game pass uh, a couple months ago i was taken back i was surprised by the quality of the uh, the visuals, the animations, the story, like even the gameplay, all the different characters, like moment to moment, it was the it was story a fun was game. very engaging in that game. Yeah. This in the beginning, I was surprised. Like I thought it was, I I thought I saw a quality game that had a bunch of just that had a, this, this tacked out- on junk. Yeah, yes. basically, like they just as threw soon this- as you open the war table, like the whole game Over, goes to yeah. shit. Yep. Yeah, and, and and so like you can see like the problems were the executive decisions, and so uh, it, it, you just you kind of put that all together. Um, and, and I even look at the, you know the Guardians of the Galaxy is a very highly you know it's been a well received game recently. Uh, I do wonder though, like just based on the kind of the mind share you kind of see, like it's it the, the buzz. It, uh, it I I would be surprised if that ends up meeting their goals. I think that, you know, Square Enix makes so much money from these other properties, you know, from Final Fantasy, from their MMO, uh, from Mm. from Dragon Quest, that I just, like, it it looks like their Western division is, I mean, overall, it's something that's lost the money uh, when you factor in Marvel. And I just, like, I can't, I I think it's not only, um, it's not only Crystal Dynamics. I, I could see them just basically packaging the whole thing and i would even argue and again this is speculation this isn't like rumor and i didn't hear this from nick or anything like that but i I, i'm just like looking at this from 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 the reading the tea leaves reading what the executives uh what they've said um the way they threw them under the bus here uh what they did with ioi like it's not about quality games it's about finding a business model that works and i think with their entire Western division, I just I would even I would even argue that uh, you know the fact that IDOS's game reviewed very well probably helps them include them in some sort of package and just like because I don't I don't, I don't see them like keeping uh, no. 
Yeah, I, I, I absolutely agree with you. I would, I would even take it. A, I would even take it a, a one step further. OBM. I, I would dare say that not only would Microsoft, again, folks, speculation down, uh, yeah. would walk away with Crystal, walk away with Edios, they walk away with the Tomb Raider IP, and they bring Laura Croft to uh, make her first party. And yeah. I, I, and I say that, that's and you say, I'm wait saying. a second, that's you're, you're ridiculous, boom. Well, here's the thing. I'm sorry to say. Uh, they're they they can't finish making Final Fantasy games uh, on time without being a ten year delay. So what are the chances are any of those teams going to make a Laura Croft game? No, that that, that that's a no. a highly lucrative IP that they could make a package deal and yeah. and offer to Microsoft and get themselves. Listen, if you didn't know, they took a sixty three million dollar bath with Avengers, folks. Sixty three yeah. million dollars. But, but, but boom, boom. Boom. Did they, though? Because I, I want to talk about some of this Hollywood accounting going on when we get to it. But, well, but, but, bottom but, line, though, it, it's, it, it, it wasn't it wasn't it didn't it felt way short of expectations. Right. I, yeah. I think regardless of how we you know kind of do the math, it, it, it's obvious when they talk in those investor, those investor meetings, um, they're not talking to us. They're not talking for Twitter. They're 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 talking to the you know to the, the yeah, people million. that really run the company, which yep. is the people that that you know invest in them and and, give, and control the you know uh, that's who's the boss, right? That's the investors are really who's the boss of these publicly owned corporations. And so, like when you, then you look at now, you look at Crystal Dynamics and uh, the fact that they have a studio dedicated to a Microsoft AAA game. It's like why aren't they working on a uh, Square Enix property. Yep. You know, like and yeah, I, I I agree with you, and I think Tomb Raider is uh, something that hasn't been as profitable as they'd like. It's probably worth. I, here's the other thing. You know, when you think of like what's a business deal that makes sense, um, I look at it this way. It's like those 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 companies, those developers are probably worth, and that IP is probably worth more to Microsoft than it is worth the Square Enix. Yep. And that's when you see, can see a transaction happening, right? Yeah. Uh, it's exactly what Microsoft needs. You just had Matt Booty recently talking about having these character, you know, these um, these big character experiences that they can build a brand around. Like they want that thing. And, you know, and, and to reiterate, he said, they don't want to do copy and paste of what Sony's doing, but they do want to in general have that type of thing. And here you have a female, first of all, we know that Microsoft's trying to diversify their characters. You have one of the most recognizable female characters in gaming. Yes, 100%. And a couple studios that are not making the money. So yeah, I, th- which is exactly does, what Microsoft Does Deus Ex come with su- such a patching? I, I bet you, like, this is, again, this is just speculation. This is just us throwing our best predictions out there, right? Yeah, I, I would say they would, This my prediction is that they that if, if something were to happen, it'd probably be a package with, you know, Crystal Dynamics, IDOS. You know, it would include the Hitman, Deus Ex, um, and Tomb Raider, you know, maybe Soul Reaver, whatever. Like, any, they, they don't need those whoa, Western whoa, IPs. Whoa, whoa, those whoa, are really magic word. word. He said the magic words. Yeah. Those, are all worth, those are all oh, worth yeah. more. Those are all worth yes. more to legacy of Kane, baby. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? And, and Microsoft's already got that relationship with IOI, who who basically who's making Project Dragon, by the way. Yeah, yeah. But so... they 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 adore the Hitman IP. So you know what? You get you pull that IP, and then you know you pull it. You know, it's like hey, you can start up another team and do a Hitman game too. So who knows? You know, like there's a lot of opportunity there. I think for both sides to come out of this ahead. Yeah. Well, certainly. You don't. You, I put it to this way. I mean, listen. If you if you are 
um, Edios, if you are Crystal Dynamics, or specifically Crystal Dynamics, and you're reading this report, and, and, and you're the head of that studio, and you are literally just being uh, cut cut from the ankles down. Uh, you know, you left you left you left as being the the reason why it failed. And I have a I have a strong a strong suspicion that the uh, the choice to um, make this uh, you know a, a games as a service the way that they did the way we all feel it was shoehorned in there probably came from the top. And oh, yeah, Crystal Dynamics, remember, this game was delayed multiple times, probably to get that in, and they're now left holding the bag, so to speak. Uh, you know, Mag, I want to bring you into the conversation, uh, right? And I want to get, I want to get your opinion on this. You know, you it, it, for your profession, you obviously are a chef, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, my question to you is. So he says. So he says. Well, I, uh, well, again, we, we're still questioning his loyalty to uh, Xbox Nation. I, I don't know, but he's a plant, man. We sent he's, him he's, in he's there a, to get us inside footage from behind the walls of the cult. And you guys thought you needed Sam Fisher. Yeah, Carry on. Somebody's gonna do a documentary on that, by the way. I, Everborn, you're in there. You, I hope you're recording all that. Hundred yeah, percent. Uh, you know, the mag. Uh, yes, sir. Let, let, let's get your opinion on this. Listen, it, w- w- when you see a situation like this happen mm-hmm. uh f- from 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 your profession mm-hmm. if something doesn't go wrong and they literally throw the entire team that made whatever under the bus how does that team come back to work how does, <laughs> you know what i'm saying like how, how does that happen it, it, it actually doesn't so it, it's it does seem to me that there is there is definitely room to believe that something has happened because you don't say these kind of things and literally take the team that 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 made this game and just decimate them the way that happened. It, it, it's it's impossible. Yeah. What what are your thoughts on, on, on two things? One, the commentary from the president, and more importantly, the chances that they have already been, uh, or, or, you know, purchased by Microsoft. We just haven't heard about it yet. Okay. Um- as for being purchased by Microsoft, I first of all, it makes absolute sense that this would happen. You know, I mean, look at look at what we've already been talking about here. You know, uh, the guy got IO Interactive uh, who had left and whatever else they were doing what they're doing, and all of a sudden they're working on Project Dragon. Um, then you've got, of course, Crystal Dynamics. Okay, they're working on Perfect Dark or whatever. It just seems like they are on the same wavelength with Xbox Game Studios. Yes. In terms of what they want to make and what Xbox is looking for to have in their portfolio. Right. But from the other side, but here's the thing though. So I agree with that hundred percent and I really do think it's going to happen. And I think they're going to take them both. Okay. I think they're going to take uh, crystal dynamics and, and uh, Eidos Montreal. I, by the way, is it Eidos or Eidos? I don't know. I've been, Eidos. Maybe I've been saying I it don't wrong know. for 30 plenty Eidos. Eidos. So Eidos it is. All right. Yes. Sorry, it's been, it's been bothering me since like 1995. Aren't you from it's up there? Eidos, I know. It's Eidos, my friend. Why are you Eidos asking us? It's not a Canadian word. Just because they're in Montreal doesn't mean anything. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, man. Hey. Just asking. Hey, hey, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. You got me worked the, up. So anyway, the Greece, here's, yeah? the thing. here's the thing. Now, now the thing is, Holder. let's say they are selling to them. My biggest problem is this. What kind of unprofessional a-holes would throw their team under the bus right before you dump them off to somebody else or like you're selling them to somebody else. 
That has got to be hands down the most unprofessional thing I have ever seen. And I work in the corporate, I work in a corporate structure. However, I also don't put up with any of their crap. Okay. Because the thing is, I've been in the trench. Sure. I, I'm in the trenches still uh, on occasion. But you know, the thing is, my head never left. Therefore, my head is always in the same wavelength as from the top guys right to the guys who's taken out the leaky garbage at the end of the night. Okay, because I've been there and done that with all of that kind of stuff. Now, the thing is, you don't talk to your team like that. You don't talk about people that work for your ass, de desk jockeys. Okay, they're the ones. Can you imagine these guys putting in that kind of work, putting in these hundreds and thousands of hours, putting these games together, whatever, just to have these guys dump on you publicly? Yeah. Yeah. I, let me tell you right now, if I was any of those teams, I'd walk out. I'd just say, you know what? Make well, I, Boom, the things I want to say right now, I can't even say. <laughs> but I'll tell you one thing. I would just be, go make your own game. Yeah. Well, I, I, honestly, Do it better Mag, yourself. Yeah. Mag, I, I, I think that's part of the reason they lent them to uh, Microsoft out of fear that they would quit. I mean, oh, it's possible. Right? For sure. They had to put them on a project. You keep your mouth shut. Okay, I, why don't you just keep your mouth shut? Now, here's the thing. Like I said, I sit and I have meetings all the time with corporate suits who have no idea yep. what the hell they're doing and what the hell they're talking about. But the one thing that they do have is that they got a friend that got them into a job that they just happen to have money to begin with and this and that. And all they know how to do is invest. And they don't understand the process of how things get made or how things get done. This is an age-old story. It's been going on for all time. Okay, you can go to turn-of-the-century England, and there was some jerkwad sitting in a chair up in his office with a gigantic oversized pipe and a ridiculous hat. You're a jerkwad. You know what I'm saying? And he's sitting there and he'd be <laughs> like, I am Lord Reginald III. <laughs> Why aren't my people making furniture faster? And I'm like, because they're half dead and starving? And you're not giving them the, you know, the tools required to, you know what I'm saying? But the thing is now you fast forward to now, now these guys that like, for example, what was that other thing that really bothered me too? 5 million sales for Tomb Raider was considered a failure. Actually it was seven. It was seven. That was considered 7 million. And they were like, yeah, it didn't, it didn't meet our expectations. What the Hollywood hell kind of expectations did they have? Okay. Everborn, you're absolutely right. Hollywood, uh, Hollywood accounting 101. Okay. And when they say things like, well, you know, we didn't make a profit. And I'm like, you didn't make a profit. The movie cost $100 million. You had a $40 million advertising budget, and the, the movie made $700 million and didn't make a profit? I'm sorry, guys. Stop lining your pockets that much and talk about proper dividends when it comes to Mark, uh, excuse me. I was talk, that, Mark talk that Scarjo talk, Meg. You know what I'm saying? And then what, what it is? Okay, profit margins. Yes. Stop lining your pockets first and then saying yes. you didn't meet profit margins. That's a bunch of bullshit that I'm telling you. Square's doing the same thing. I hate those guys. Okay, they're almost in the same category to me as Sony, the company, not PlayStation. Okay, guys, don't get all worked up. I already got enough people hate me after my video yesterday. But the thing is, <laughs> uh, oh, trust me, the, the, the messages are coming in hard and fast. Um, so anyways, here's the thing. I hate those guys. You cannot talk to now. What kind of what kind of morale or what kind of an example are you leading? Are you showing your workers and you're expecting them to work for you, work hard for you after you say things like that to them? 
This Mag, is now unless, a different age, folks. And unless, I'll tell you, Mag. What's that, brother? Maybe they don't work for you anymore. But go ahead. Well, I'm sorry. Okay. But well, we're we're going to bring you in. We're going to bring you and Kayasante in because you guys have the tinfoil hats at the size of the show. So we will. <laughs> we, we, uh, you know jump right off of me. But I, let me say one last thing before I before I pass it off. If they did indeed sell to Microsoft, or they it's already been done, which I actually hope it does because I want them to get. I almost feel like we're saving refugees. Like I swear to God, to be like, guys, get the copter in there and get those oh, kids man. out of there. Get to the top. That's what it feels like to me. But here's the thing: it's if like when we it's like when we we rescue Everborn from spaces. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> Didn't Bill Spencer get on that phone and be like, "Hey guys, oh, can you calm down with the um, with the public slander of our soon-to-be people? You want to show a little public tact? Yeah. Like that is not professional. That is. If very I'm Phil, the price just went down. I don't know. I think it's. I think it's very unprofessional. I think it's ridiculous. I think that they've been putting out. Uh, I think those teams have been putting out quality games for years. Yes. And they tried to put in a Japanese model that fit with their Japanese games that did not fit with these well, quote unquote, Western games. And I think that they didn't jive. And therefore, they they just maybe there's a maybe there's a cultural clash. Right where they just can't seem to get on the same page, or we're like, well, you know, we wanted to do this. Well, we want that, you know, and everything. We want that Final Fantasy fourteen money coming in, right? And they're not getting that. So, anyways, the thing is, I just think it's absolutely ridiculous that you put out all these quality games and you talk smack to the people, the ground people, the people in the trenches are putting in all those hours, not spending time with their families, their friends, their kids, whatever the hell it is, and you turn around and you say something like that. I would have walked out same day. Anyways, Everborn, take it away. I'm pissed. Okay. And and it, it, boom, can I just can I jump right in, boom? By, by all means, brother. I, I don't as, even I, need I will, I will say this. As long as it's not off the chain, like last week when we start bringing oh in dating sim situations. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay, yes. So, so, and just excuse my friends for just one second. Please. What a shitty company. Yes. Yep. Uh, yes. Cut, like, like. First of all, before we even get into this, where's people can fly's money? Yeah, <laughs> with my money, man. Oh, oh yeah, that's where, right. Where's their with money, my money, money man. He's not wrong. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. like, like. How many times do they have to do these things? How many copies does Tomb Raider to sell, have to sell before you're happy with it? Right. Listen, I work. Uh, at a multi-billion dollar publicly traded corporation. I lead a team that develops three applications. When something goes wrong, I don't blame one of the, the guys that reports to me. I say I effed up or we effed up. Not, well, this would have been better if this guy did his job, right? What? How do you, how does that exude leadership in any way? It's just such like a snake move before we even get into speculation town. Just think about that for a second. Anybody that leads that leads teams, think about how, that idea of, of offloading the responsibility and the blame when something goes bad. It's not we messed up, it's they messed up. And, and the only reason that we messed up is because we chose those a-holes to do it. Yes. Like... It, so top scum, top, top scum. But now on to speculation town where it's always sunny. <laughs> now, what, what, what if we are living in a world 
where, like I said, old Phil, he uh, sends his generals out there and he says, bring him home. Now, we know Sarah Bond is working on this Sega deal for us. Yes. But what if Daryl Gallagher over there is working on bringing in uh, Crystal Dynamics and maybe, maybe all the, 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 uh, the studios that Square doesn't want anymore. Because think about it. They let go, like we said, they let go of IO Interactive. Yep. They, they're not happy with the performance of Tomb Raider. That's why we haven't gotten a fourth one. Yep. Right? They, they, they're, they're, they're just trying. They, they, they claim they took a bath on Avengers, so they say. Right? And, you know, uh, Guardians is, is uh, doing well with the critics, but let's see how well it sells because it seems like they've already sullied that brand. Yep. For that it only, it only takes a and, few of us that have have noticed how good it is, and we're telling the others. But by and large, the public will see, you know, the, the first two, uh, the first uh, Avengers, and go, "Nah, we don't want more of that." Listen, Forza came out, and nobody's talking about Guardians anymore. Let's just call mm. it what it is. Yeah, right. Apparently, seven million's not good enough, so I don't think it's going to sell seven million. This is right. what I'm saying, and they, I mean, that's that's only the Avengers did companies. not sell very well. And I Guardians again, I, I'm telling you something right now. It's, gonna, it's my biggest surprise of the year. It's going to be in my game. top ten. Uh, yeah. The story, I've said this, and James Gunn favorited my tweet. The writing is James Gunn level good. Okay, mm. I'll say that. And you know something? It's not going to sell seven million game, uh, copies. It's probably going to sell and, around thirty uh, three point five. But here's and the you, here, here's the difference. They owned the Tomb Raider IP and seven million wasn't enough. Yep. How much of that, how much of a cut do you think Marvel gets from this? Exactly. 30%, maybe more. Exactly. Because they not cheap. No, Marvel's so, expensive. Yeah. So yeah. again, yeah. uh, is there a world where Square, the the one of the worst companies out there, is just like, you know what? I'm done with this. And and again. It make it makes so much uh, sense because it, it they would really work for Microsoft in in terms of having studios that specialize in these kind of um, what Cog would call just ones. Yes, you know what I mean the mm -hmm. the the third person over the shoulder story driven thing because again we've already proven Xbox is all about variety but there's one place. Well, two places where they're lacking. It's fighting games and these third-person action adventures. Mm -hmm. And they know they need that because they want to scratch that itch. So it 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 makes it makes almost too much sense for it not to work. And I would I, I really think like the idea that they're just lending out crystal dynamics. It's preposterous right? just even thinking but, about but it. But yeah. I I I I really feel like there's just an announcement on the way. And, and you know, we've heard the, the 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 rumors that they're trying studios out. You know, if this if this um perfect dark thing goes well, uh I I I think I think we're uh we're 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 uh in business. And the question is, do they live on as crystal dynamics or do they just become a part of the initiative? No, I, I think the initiative is going to stay what it is. Uh, th there's a reason why the team is small. They, you know, uh, Daryl's talked about they want to stay agile. Uh, th what they, what, what, what the initiative is always going to be 
is that small team that starts the ground level building, brings another team in, guys, okay, you guys are going to get finished up. This is the groundwork. And well, let, now, now let me, I, I'm just the, 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 the gear, the, 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 the imagination station, uh, <laughs> the imagination train has left the station. Um, what if, uh, crystal dynamics comes aboard, uh, Xbox game studios and they help other teams and they're kind of, uh, you know, the, the, the new ninjas. <laughs> yeah. 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 The X dev for Microsoft. I mean, the, they, they very the, well the guys that do the set pieces and the story elements. Yeah, you know, mm. you, you know. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I, I, the reason why I don't think that's that. I mean, you, you're onto something. It could happen. The reason why I think Microsoft wouldn't do that is because what we've seen is they're buying these teams and they're leaving them be. Go they do want, they want what like you guys go. Flexibility. You, guys, yes. you want them all to look exactly the same. That's why. That's why Sony has that signature because they have yeah. that that team. You don't want everything to look the same. And you got got to think about this too. You know, um, I mean, I know it's a different topic for a different day, but you can see now that, that developers can go wherever the heck they want to, especially in this, this new era of remote work. Um, It's a lot more difficult for people to retain talent if they don't, Give them their. I'm trying to explain that to the guys in my office now. If they try to tell us to come back, yeah, no, it it, it applies not just to gaming. It applies across the board in the world. And it's like you know, now that people learn how to work remote, it's like, all right, well, you don't got me no more. You know, if if you if it's not like I'm just limited to what's what what I can drive to. I I can go work for different companies or you know around the world maybe. You know, Papa's trying to get this house in Florida. You know, so yeah, and and, and that's the Come on that's, down. welcome, sir. Welcome, welcome. Exactly. All it's, here. An, it's an underrated thing, though, when you think about what uh, you know, like Microsoft giving creative time. And, I, and I've heard, I, I think it's some of the you know, the pushbacks so, somewhat reasonable, but I think people got to understand we're not in the same era anymore. And you know, when you when you kind of create this 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 environment where you know the top people in the in in the world in the in their professions feel like they can go there and they can build maybe the things they want to build and have that sort of freedom i think you're going to keep continue to attract more people over the long term so yeah i i don't see them ever really doing that with a studio like that like maybe maybe you could start up a support studio and that's a way people come in or something like that but um but uh, in terms of crystal dynamics ever becoming just a support studio i doubt it i feel like you know the the chance for them especially in the in the territory they're at they're in a they're in an area where there is a lot of uh very established um experienced you know, high level people. And I think you want to continue. And then, you know, you're seeing that work out, you know, you saw it work out for the initiative initially with their initial hiring spree. And, uh, you know, I know Obsidian and Excel are in exile are both also, you know, bringing in um, a lot of talent. So, uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't, that's a different story, I, but I, I think I, it's something so to keep can in I, mind. Can I add something? I know that I know that Everborn is heading towards that that uh, tinfoil hat place, and I mm-hmm. kind of want to add to that tinfoil hat place. And, and OBM, mm-hmm. you can you can bring us back to earth if necessary. We did we did this back and forth on our show last Saturday, Great. and and oh, I think we're 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 going there the same way. <clears throat> so I, I will let you continue, Everborn. But here's my question, and OBM, this is a genuine question for me. Okay, these guys, uh, Square. Mm. Established scumbags, all of that. Yes, top well scum. established, top scum, top, top yep. scum, not medium scum, top scum. No, top, okay. top, top of the top, top of the top <laughs> of the scum line. Yes. So they are also a publicly traded company, are they not? Mm. 
Yeah. Okay. So their most important people there are their investors, right? Yep. Right. Yes. They've already gotten rid of IO Interactive, right? Yep. yep. And and since they got rid of IO Interactive, IO has been nothing but successful. Yes, right? that is cor- absolutely okay. correct. Yes. yes. And now, you, and as you've seen, oh, then Tomb Raider is not good enough. This game not good enough. Mm-hmm. Avengers, ah, right? So, is there a world where they they go into a room? And they speak to Scott Amos and Ron Greenberg. Th- those are the studio heads of of, uh, of Crystal Dynamic, Dynamic. And go look. We have two choices here. Two hard choices. Because we are about that dough, you're not performing, and we might have to close your studio. Or, hey, we have this Microsoft company here who's ready to work with you. Blah 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 blah. But when we do that. Our our uh, taskmasters will look at us and go, "What the hell's going on here with you guys? You know, you don't yeah. seem to be happy with any of your talent. You know, you want us to be happy and continue to invest in y'all, but you guys just keep throwing these people left and right here and there. It never seems to work out, right? So, yeah, we, we possibly could sell to Microsoft, but before we cut the limb off." How about we televise the fact that the limb is not working for us real well? Yeah. I'm sorry, Greenberg, uh, 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 Rosenberg. I'm sorry, Amos. Y'all going to look like scum for a little while. Y'all going to get a little upset by what we have to say. But but nobody really us. blames well, them. Why though. would you blame but, but hold on, hold on. That's the only, because they are about the money. They're not about the performance of the games. They're not about creative. They're only about the money, okay? And if they come out real quick and they're like, oh, you know, we're going to get rid of these guys. The, sco- the stock could tank. Yes. Because yeah. once again, well, not necessarily tank, but it's a death by a thousand cuts. They never seem to be able to get it right. So, what, so what? how about we televise the fact that this arm is bleeding and we Some... want to cut it off before they cut it off? So what what what, what Kay is saying is that, that you, you basically prime the pump so exactly. that any skittish investors that may not exactly. want to sell... Will because they have their taskmasters as well. Yeah, I mean, they have their taskmasters. You can't just be like, oh, yeah, we're selling now out of nowhere. You must televise that it's not working out. And I I know they're a bunch of scumbags and I know the way they handle it is not cool, but maybe Rosenberg and and Amos know that this is happening because they know that at the end of the day, you know, Booty's going to let them do what they do. Yes. Don't. Is this like when you wow. is this like hey. when you start planting seeds with you know with your mom before you know you get a divorce or something exactly. like that? Exactly. You know, <laughs> trust trust us. The alternative is us like, having to not, can't close she, the studio. Ma, ma, she, we she don't want to do I, that. I, she isn't, she, you, know, you know, she's not good, Ma. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to hate us in the short term, but in the long run, you'll be beneficial. It'll be beneficial for you. You'll have a new taskmaster at I'll, Microsoft. I'll be better with the And kids. they seem to be great. Right, yeah. <laughs> and we'll also be happy because we won't have the bleeding when we say we're getting rid of you guys. So how about y'all just be quiet? Let us be our evil. You know, let's play our part. I don't. And in the long run, we'll all be that orchestrated. But but I mean, you, you you have to realize sometimes companies actually their stocks go up when they when they cut a bunch of people. You know, cut, when yes, they cut yes, 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 yes. You know, so there yes. is that. I, I do hear what you're saying, though. I mean, you could say you could say there's some. It, it might. Uh, because that's the only thing that makes sense. How well, is it that a company who's discount, publicly traded it could, it could don't yeah. discount uh-huh. that they're just scumbags? You can't. No, but, you know, but the listen, thing is, is that razor, they just listen. Suck. Look, just you suck. can call them scumbags all you want, but scumbags are smart. They are scumbags who are all about the dough, 
And yeah. you yeah, do not absolutely. talk smack about your own people unless you have something else going on here. There's no other logical explanation for them to come out of their own, but, like for themselves and just speak so ill of their own employees. Unless they're trying to telegraph just something. Horrible employers. Right. But here's yeah. the thing, though. You notice that A, it seems to only be the Western companies they're doing mm -hmm. this to. Yes. That's, that's my biggest point. problem right now. I think, I mean, you know, I know people throw around some words these days, you know, everything is whatever. It's combagory, I think. That's you know, what I think. But here's the thing. Why is it only the Western companies? And you just said, and I, I agreed with everything you said, because I think, Asante, you 100%, you're right. I think that absolutely makes sense. However, at the same time, I also have to wonder if they're all about the dough. That 7 million sales of a game was not enough to them. I think they're full of shit. I yeah. think that what they're doing is putting a lot of pressure on these Western companies uh, <laughs> because they want to get rid of them. And now they're treating them like that, you know, the unwanted stray dog. And, so, I, I, apologize. and I don't see them pause, treating their Japanese pause. companies I need to put like that, put that in there. Pause. Splendiferous. I'm sorry. Pause. Mr. Booty. Mr. Matt Booty. Forgive me. No, dude. When you said that, by the way, Asante, when you said that, you're like, and that's when the booty takes control or something. That's I right. almost pissed myself. But yeah. Man. That was fantastic. Pause. But th th that uh, is, that is our circle. He was like, I can't wait to get my hands on the sticks. And I was just like, what are we doing here? These sticks right here. Pause, man. Pause. Anyway. Anyway, sorry. No, but Honestly, it's the only thing. If 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 one their guiding light is money, it always has been. It's they're not decent. They're not this. They're not. They are about the money. Look at Square. What Square does with Microsoft and Sony right now? They're the only ones. Sega's done a little bit of that, but Square is solid in the. You got the bag. Oh, if you do, then Final Fantasy still stays there. You're right. Oh, you got the bag. Well, here's out yep. Outriders. Oh, Outriders did great five minutes ago until the the creators of Outriders asked for their money. Then all of a sudden, yeah, you ever so well. for when you're younger and you work for those <laughs> like really money. sleazy like employers, those all cash yes. employers, and they're counting money for, in front of yes. you, smoking a cigar, and like, yeah, man, we didn't really mm -hmm. make anything this week. Can't really pay. That's how I went and bought my first uh, my first Genesis game with my own money. I got paid under the table. I was like, oh, that was so nice of them to do that. See, you everyone, you haven't played you haven't played GTA Five. There is a character in GTA Five who's the car salesman, who's just like, um, oh yeah, 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 that's that's him. That's this right now. But, but 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 before before we move on though, like I do. You ever play GTA Five, bro? Never played. Oh, that's a whole different beast. That's a whole different. <laughs> As he holds his head. No, no, but 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 the thing is, um, I do. I would love the idea mm -hmm. of Microsoft as 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 Square packaging up the Western Studios. Microsoft picks them up, and now they have that pedigree of developers. Even if it doesn't come with the IP, because if it doesn't come with the IP, that means they come cheap. That means you're just doing an AccuHire. Right. If it does come with the IPs, then you're talking about billions of dollars in the purchase. But without the IPs, maybe you get all three studios. For, Mark for my words, this is strategic scumbaggery. That's what yeah. this is. Right. But, 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 but the point I'm making, all that being said, imagine IDOS, uh, IO Interactive and Crystal Dynamics for once working on what they want. Yes. Right, they want to make a new IP. They would cool. flourish. They want to. They right want to take up an existing IP. That would be amazing because the 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 caliber and quality of what they do 
in my opinion, is undeniable. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and this is why I think aside from the, the whole, you know, Xbox fan thing, just the idea that if they had a home at Xbox Game Studios, that they could just work on what they want is mouthwatering to me. Yeah. People should so. play Avengers. Play Avengers. As soon as you see the see the, the, the war table, dodge that stuff like the Matrix. But still. Play yeah, as soon as you, as soon as you see the war great. table, go straight into the Black Panther story. That's right. <laughs> like th that that campaign shows you what they can do. Now, if they stripped that campaign like bare of all of the uh, all this this the the gaming as a service model and all of that, and just made it a straight story like like uh, uh Guardians like, uh, uh, Guardians is right now, you'd have like competing stories that are tip of the spear campaign games, mm -hmm. like really 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 good. I left that story and I played it twice. I played I fully beat the, the campaign on PS5, a PS4, PS5, and I also beat the campaign again uh, uh with uh with oh, Game well, Pass. Can we talk about you, you how leave that game? I'm sorry, let me just finish. You leave that game seriously a Kamala Khan stand. Like they yes, perfectly I'm a huge crafted, fan of her. They, yes. loved they crafted a Marvel story that was undeniable. I'm sorry, everyone, continue. No, no, no. I was just saying how they announced that Spider-Man is coming this month and like nobody Oh, yeah, cared. dropped like a letter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was just like, like, all that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it is what it is. But listen, let's yeah. get the Dutch in on the conversation. Mm. Dutch, uh, you've everyone has had such amazing points. Uh, I think personally the writing's on the wall. I think the team both at Eidos and Crystal Dynamics, fill a specific genre need that's missing from the portfolio. I think that they are talented enough that they could create their own IP. Because, like I said, we have heard, and again, folks, Speculation Town, that uh, uh, Crystal Dynamics pitched three projects, folks, to Square Enix. Not one, not two, but three, and they were denied for each one. Now, obviously, if they come over in a purchase, those new IPs that or new ideas could potentially be raked and fertilized and grown into uh, you know uh, original IPs for Xbox. Where do you personally fall on the deal potentially being done when you see this thrashing publicly? Personally, uh, the Square Enix, I mean, they, they have literally zero room to talk. Um, <laughs> they, their games have been at some, at most stages, lackluster. I mean, they, yes. they, with regards Final Fantasy specifically, I mean, if you have a look at the history of, of their development, it's been just hilarious. Uh, I'm a massive Final Fantasy fan, and honestly, because... Yeah, with being a Final Fantasy fan, it's an absolute running joke that we we say, <laughs> look, they just advertised a new Final Fantasy 16. We'll see that next uh, next generation then, yeah? It's not coming out this gen. It's 100% it's not coming out this gen. It took them the best part of a decade to get Final Fantasy 14, uh, 15 out. Yes. Um, and that was originally meant to be Final Fantasy 13 versus 2. Um, and then it got Love changed. Love the naming conventions, changed. man. Yeah. Love those naming conventions. Uh, but it's... They... they 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 haven't got room to talk, and the fact that they they're trying to now push push Crystal Dynamic under the bus. It was it wasn't Crystal Dynamics' idea to put a games as a service. That was of course it wasn't. That was all to do with the big bosses, i.e. Square Enix. Yes, and because it didn't work, and who are they going to blame? Of course they're going to blame the developers. They're not going to blame themselves, because why would they? 
It's mm-hmm. it just push push the little man under the bus. We'll push the developers under the big the big man's not going to take the fall for this one. But I guarantee, just like EA, when Battlefront had uh, had the massive issues, Disney would have <laughs> spoken to Square Enix and said, "That's uh, that's not good enough." And it's not just the, we wouldn't have just been the fan backlash when they started putting um, pay to win stuff into Avengers either. Um, but I guarantee Disney would have said, "Did you not learn the lesson when when?" EA did this with Battlefront, mm. like when you've up and nearly crippled the a, a major franchise with Star Wars, and now you're trying to do it with Avengers. At that. Yeah. yeah, and it's Avengers is the one of, if not the biggest, alongside Star Wars, the biggest franchise at Disney. Wait, we're not we're not say Frozen, but of course we know that's one of them. Um, but. In terms of actual major IPs, the the Marvel's Avenger IP, any dev worth their salt would love a chance, love a, a crack at at something to do with that. Um, and I think Square Enix have just played uh, just played the easy card and just thought, you know, we're just going to blame the devs. We're, yep. we're not going to take the fall for this. Your own blame. devs, yeah, <laughs> they own, yeah. They own devs. It's it's absolutely insanity. And this is this is the the same developers that that brought out the. The insanely well uh, well respected uh, recent Tomb Raider trilogy. Yeah. Um, in terms of graphical fidelity, it was a pretty much a benchmark. Um, the the level of detail in those world worlds, the, the the gameplay, the stories were pretty decent. Um, they they're well respected. They're a really 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 good studio. Um, and obviously then just kind of just pushing them under a bus and basically saying they're not good enough. It's it's not them that's not good enough. It's your stewardship of that studio that's not good enough. That's they have to reflect themselves in the mirror, learn from your mistakes. But unfortunately, the way they ran, um, which has been the case for a number of years now, Square Enix, um, is is just ridiculous. Um, like I say, I have to keep bringing it back. It's the 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 way they handle the Final Fantasy IP, um, and and just the way that the development happens on that. I mean. I keep mentioning it, but Final Fantasy Fifteen had, I think, three um, lead lead or studio heads or lead developers throughout the the entirety of that. Um, the ideas changed from time to time all the way through. I mean, God knows how long Kingdom Hearts Three um, was actually in development prior to it being released eventually. Um, but both of them ended up being, even though the games were really good, in, in my opinion, both games were really really good. There were some sections of it where you could see that they ended up forcing the game out. Final Fantasy Fifteen specifically had the the last two chapters of the of the game were literally just will funnel you down to the end because they had to re- they had to get the game out. Um, it wasn't a case of just letting the developers finish what they had actually started. They just wanted the game out. Get just do it. Get it done. Um, which is why you've seen quite a lot of the 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 major players that used to work at Square leave um and go and start their own things and do their own projects because hey, that's yeah just quick question have they ever publicly castigated um their eastern studios thank no. you nope. no they, thank they, you no they have I'm not just checking 
I think that's what I was getting at. Yeah, they that's where the bread is buttered. What are you going to talk about? Like that's they where have, the bread comes have, from. Come on, they haven't publicly, they haven't publicly done it. They have had internal feuds with with the developers. Um, I say but Final Fantasy is one of the, the key ones. For. Yeah, there should be yeah. a part of internal reviews when oh, yeah. something doesn't work out. You don't publicly, you don't go and make a public press release. Oh, definitely not. your own people under the bus. It's definitely not. Unless you're trying to tell your <laughs> investors to expect some cuts. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. No, you're right, but that's such a scummy way of doing it, man. No yeah. doubt. Hey, it's deplorable. That's all it's about. It's about the ducats, baby. It's about the ducats. Right? Free CD. Yeah. Well, to be Free fair, CD. like if, if we think, if we think <laughs> at least, about it, at least he protest. cut the first part off too. Because if he had just said free crystal, that would have been a whole different situation. Let's move on. All right. <laughs> I'm getting right. a T-shirt made. Free CD. But yeah, see, Crystal Dynamics deserve better. Uh-huh. They do. They really honestly sure. deserve better. And I, I completely agree. I, I think they'd be better off outside of Square Enix, to be honest. Mm. And that's not just from a, a, a standpoint of of where they are, but Square. It hasn't been run correctly for for a number of years now. Um, unfortunately, the the internal politics at Square Enix um, has been that way for a while. Uh, I'm sure anybody reporting on Square for for a number of years or have have had a chance to report on Square knows about the the the, the many many issues that studios went through um, with internal politics and and the different. Uh, developers, studio heads, and minds that try to create their games. Um, that goes, like I say, throughout all of the Final Fantasy franchise, the Kingdom Hearts franchise. Um, they're, ma- they're major and focus IPs, should we say. Um, and then they treat these, like you say, they treat these Western studios just that, um, just like they do with, with Western companies. Um, they they essentially look down on them. They, they are outsiders. They are not one of us. Um, and they don't treat them. They don't treat them the same as they do their own internal studios. Um, it's, it's just it, it is a shame, and I, I'd like to see Square, um, but it's not going to happen again. It's the way they're doing things. I'd like to see them book their ideas up and actually get things done properly. But they're not going to do that. They're going to point fingers on anybody other than themselves. Yep. Um, so yeah, I think it, you, you're right. Writing this on the wall, Crystal Dynamics is going to go. Um, IOI is free and and obviously <laughs> happily bringing out games that are, are well um, universally praised. Um, and I think Crystal Dynamics will get back to that, um, not under the shackles of of Square. Um, and I think uh, who, who else but to let them lead their own development um, um, better and give them free reign than than Microsoft. Uh, and look at how that Microsoft number of studios is talking now. them up, whereas yep. their previous employers. Yeah. Are, are we going? Are we going yeah. to Joe? Are we going to go to Joe? <laughs> Please go to Joe. I want to hear this, Joe. <laughs> I don't want to get that one on Joe. I was going to play it. I was going to play it on the. No, phone, don't don't play it. Don't play it. But, don't. but you've seen. I was going to say this. You've seen this though from from everybody who's who's recently with well, let's say within the last two years, been acquired by Microsoft uh, and all of them. And what they say about now working under them as a company, uh, we've not only have we had kind of the the full the full backing of the company, but we've had the the free reign to to kind of bring our vision to life, bring our ideas to life. They've trusted us to do what we need to do to get our vision out. Um, again, we see with Psychonauts too. If it wasn't for the fact that Microsoft did acquire them, 
the game wouldn't be anywhere near what it was today. Yep, hundred um, percent. It's uh, that's just one example of many Ninja Theory. The uh, Microsoft not only have they just let them get on with the three projects they have currently in development, but they've built them a brand new studio from the ground up to be able to do that with the state of the art equipment that they require to do to to achieve their goal and their vision for their games. Um, Obviously, that's the essentially one of the world-leading mocap studios, audio studios. Um, everything they could possibly require, Microsoft has given them so they can hit their vision. Now, if that isn't something that a studio is looking for, they'd be absolutely mad. I think Crystal Dynamics looking in, and if Microsoft was speaking to them, they'd be thinking, right, okay, I'm going to go and speak to, I'm going to go and speak to the head of Ninja Theory here. I'm going to speak to uh, to Tim Schafer and. I'm going to ask their opinions. Like, what's it like working for Microsoft? Well, I mean, I mean, just, I mean, perfect example. I think the reason why that the, there's even a connection here and why uh, is f- because of the leader of the initiative. He obviously yeah. worked at Crystal Dynamics, and there's but a it's relationship also, there. You've got to think. It's also it's the we, we are going back, but you've got to think of their their relationship with regards to the Tomb Raider games, the the most recent trilogy. Um, obviously, they had the, the kind one, of timed right? exclusivity on on they several of the games. They funded a little bit of it, I thought. Right? Didn't Microsoft fund a bit of that first? first yeah, they one? funded a, a, a significant yeah. amount. Uh, hundred million, wasn't it? It was a it was a hefty hefty amount of money that they spent. And yeah. Square overcharged them because again, they're a horrible company. <laughs> well, listen, folks, we we are two and a half or two fifteen uh, into the show. I do want to get Cybernox's opinion on this. And then we will get everyone out of here. I got to catch up on some of the super chats, uh, and then we'll get everyone's final opinions. Uh, Cyber, what do you think of the chances that's uh, that Crystal Dynamics and Edios potentially have already joined? We just have not heard about it yet. Um, if it's something that's you know potentially could happen, I'm sure Microsoft is going to make it happen because it would they would be a great fit for Xbox. You know, Xbox Studios. In February. Like, yeah, yes. hey, potentially yeah. so. <laughs> but the right foot. If you look at it, uh, I think this uh, what came out of what came out of this story is that uh, uh, Crystal Dynamics were actually the winners of you know this whole this whole thing. No one, everybody saw exactly through what Square Enix was doing. You know, yep. the problem here was it wasn't the studio it was the fact that the avengers game was a game as a service instead of a single you know a single player experience that a lot of people were hoping for they right from the right from the start they were announcing exclusivity exclusivity spider-man was only coming out on on playstation and so forth and and so many other things Crystal Dynamics is more incapable of making a good game. They've proven that with the Tomb Raider series. They, they did a tremendous job with that. And we know that it was all the douchebaggery, all the greediness, all they want, all they wanted was their bottom line to fatten up their pockets. And because that didn't happen, they had to throw someone on the bus. And that just happened to be Crystal Dynamics. But everybody sees through it. It's not like they're not capable of making a good game. They could have potentially even made a, a you know, a, a good game as a, a games as a service game, if given the proper time, uh, the right resources and so forth. So uh, I'll keep it short because I know we're over, over uh, the two hour mark here. But yeah, I think Crystal Dynamic is actually receiving positive news and receiving positive feedback after this news came out because everybody, everybody who's, you know, in, in the knowing these things, they, we see right through it, you know, yeah. so yeah. I, mean, and what, I just want to say, I, yeah. I I don't even need them to come with the. I, it would be great if it came with Tomb Raider and Deus Ex and those things, 
but I don't need him to come with the with the IP because I, I would love to see them for once work on what they want and just you know build something new. You want to see some new wanna... IPs, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do again, too, but it'll come amazing. with Tomb Raider. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I think I think the Tomb Raider would would come with them simply because if yeah. they who would make it for them, right? right? Who would who would make the game for them? I think that that you know I think the Hitman IP would come with it. I think this is where you get. Yeah. Uh, Crystal to sign on, uh, Edios to sign on, and get IO to sign on. And, and, and could you just imagine those three studios that are known for making single-player experiences, they could logistically, in one fail uh, purchase, acquisition, uh, really change the dynamic of how people... Because, again, Matt Booty has already said it. Phil has said it. They don't want to make cookie-cutter Sony games. They want to make their own type of first uh, single player games. And these three studios bring an incredible amount of talent stored storied history with them and potentially IPs that could very well. I mean, just imagine Deus Ex, Hitman and Tomb Raider being Microsoft first party IPs. I mean, just saying yeah. it, it may, gives me goosebumps on top of what they already Soul own. It, yeah. it's Soul Reaver on top of that, which is, is again, it, it could be a two-hour podcast on its own, folks. But thank you so much for hanging out with us. We had over 300 people the entire show. I got to just catch up on, on the Super Chats. We have Brett Bingham. Drops not one, but two final Super Chats. Thank you for the generosity, Brett. He says, the only bug I've encountered is achievement issues and <laughs> Sony uh, shills. Uh, uh, we're using the achievements to data mine to see if the 1.5 million players were legit shaking my head. I mean, man, those internet detectives, they're a bunch, they're just, they're just, they got no time on, uh, they got too much, too much time on their hands. Uh, his second super chat says, um, Square Enix getting out before the announcement. They sold Crystal Dynamics to Microsoft to legitimize why they sold them. In reality, SE is to blame 100%. They are absolutely to blame. Uh, Michael Cullock drops an additional very generous $5 super chat and says, um, if Microsoft has a shot at CD and EDOS, uh, by all means, pull the trigger. I'd love to see Deus Ex get some love. Yes, me too. I loved the first one. Yeah, Not Deus so much the amazing. second one. Um Mr. Kimura drops a five dollars super chat, and actually he says this: "It's part of the Japanese culture to publicly shame executives, workers when they don't perform." I haven't heard that. I mean, if you have, I mean, maybe that is a thing, but I, that's very unfortunate that they really did what they did. I, I thought it was such low class, such low class. Mm -hmm. uh, Michael Cullock drops an additional. Wow, thank you so much, Mike, for the uh, additional five dollars super chat. And says I do still think that studios like Remedy and Bungie would be a better fit, though considering. Uh, have having uh, both having a history and cultural alignment with Xbox, in my opinion. I mean, those could still come as well. Um, it says Don Otaku, thanks for being here, Don. He drops a five dollar super chat and he says, Triace with Star Ocean has put out multiple uh busts, but Square Enix has never came out and said anything about them, and that's probably because they are a part of the Western arm of uh, not the Western, the Eastern arm of that division. Um, Which studio is that? He says Triace, uh, who okay. does the Star Ocean uh, franchise. 
Uh, but we have Brian Hopkins. Hey, Brian, thanks for being here, brother. He drops a $5 super chat and says, great panel tonight and great conversation. Always a good time hanging out with you guys and the chat on a Monday evening. Thanks for the show. Well, thank you, brother. We definitely appreciate that. And without the 300-plus people here, we wouldn't have a show. But you know why? Do you know who else we wouldn't have a show if it wasn't for these amazing men that are here today, including our guest? Uh, obviously, uh, you know, you can write as many scripts as you want. You can go out and, and make as many great thumbnails as you want. But unless you have the people that want to be here to talk about games, you don't have a show. And I'm very, very lucky, very, very fortunate to have this group of, uh, of incredible community members and content creators here. So let's get to the outros. We'll start first with One Bad Mother. Cannot wait to see your coverage that is going to be coming when Halo infinite is released in a couple of weeks i know that it's going to be top priority for you personally it's one of your favorite franchise brother please tell everyone about xbox era but more importantly (laughs) where they can reach out to you on social media and potentially strike up a conversation yeah well thanks again boom i appreciate being here it was a lot of fun topics today were great uh first off i I do want to um uh preemptively uh you know apologize as soon as i get done with all this i'm going to bolt i think we're going to pick up my daughters. So. Yes, 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 yes. Uh but uh I do want to say yeah, um you know again thanks thanks again for having us here. If if you guys uh who are listening obviously if you're you know you play on Xbox, uh hopefully you've checked out Xbox Air already. We have a website, uh bustling forums which are growing. So lots of you know if you ever want to just chat without is without the trolling, um there's a good place to go. Yes. Uh also we got content coming and I'm I'm kind of hesitant to cuz I I've sort of committed something with to John and it is a, a cool piece that should be ready by Monday, but I, I, I won't sleep much if I, uh, if, if this ends up happening. So uh, hopefully to keep a lookout, uh, boom, I'll send it over. Yes, to you. please. You can, uh, I help you promote it by all means. Drop it in the DM brother. All right, man. Yeah, definitely will. So yeah, we're going to have a lot of stuff coming up. It's going to be a busy time of year. There's a lot of great things coming up. Uh, and then obviously Halo, right? So we're going to have a lot of content there. And also on that note, I do uh, co-host a show called you had me at halo underneath the xbox era umbrella that's a bi-weekly show we'll be having uh one this thursday it's usually on thursdays at night usually around eight o'clock so uh if you're a halo fan come and check us out there we'll talk about some of the latest latest happenings with halo and you know uh our our panel's very knowledgeable uh you know about a lot of details maybe, maybe a lot of other people miss so other than that guys uh great to always see you like i said i hate to kind of come no, by that's right brother and, we, know we got fa- family first brother but thank you yeah, so man. much it's always a pleasure to talk with you uh, obviously we love having you on the show and we look forward to having you come back uh yeah, maybe at, right after halo uh to give us your impressions and your opinions Absolutely, man. You know, I always got, uh, you know, whenever somebody says Halo, the bat signal goes up. I, I can always talk about Halo. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I hate to eat and run. <laughs> nah, that's right, brother. Listen, go take care of family. Thanks again. Uh, and it was hey, great brother. talking with you, brother. Have a great right, night. Be safe, yeah, dude. It was obviously. great seeing everybody. I hope everybody yes. has a great night. See you, you soon. You, you as well, brother. Yeah, well, yeah. The Wandering Dutch, let's get you one out of here, brother. It's super late where you are, or super early, uh, depending on which way you go. <laughs> Dutch, thank you so much. Uh, please, by all means, uh, tell everyone about the show you have coming up uh, this Wednesday. Uh, also, tell everyone where they can come and help you move on to the two, three, five, and 10,000 subscribers for your incredible YouTube channel. And also, where can people check out these 
incredible artwork-like pictures you've been taking <laughs> in Forza <laughs> Motorsports. Uh, Forza, uh, Forza Horizon 5. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's a great show again. Obviously, uh, love love speaking about Forza. This week's episode of Midweek Mix-Up, uh, which you'll find on my channel, um, will be centered specifically around Forza Horizon 5, no doubt. We have an entire crew who is uh, very into racing, um, so we'll be going in-depth on, on our thoughts on that one. Um, Irwin, of course, as you know, he's uh, he's a sim racer. He's got the, the Fanatec wheel and um the direct drive uh, and everything like that so um he loves uh, everything to do with that he's very knowledgeable with all that stuff um i'm a well, always on the controller so i'm a little bit different but the, yeah so there's going to be a lot of more in-depth conversations around how how some of the more technical aspects of of the racing part of that game um as well as just kind of our overall impressions of it so far um the you can find my photos um on twitter at wondering dutch as usual um and uh yeah Fire photos bro those i'm telling <laughs> you they are sick i'll keep adding them up i do have another video actually going up onto the channel uh will be tomorrow and that is i did a, a dual perspective um hot lap of the goliath race on forza horizon 5 um, going up in 4k 60 um the best quality it can be um, onto the channel there, so you've got uh, the outside view with no hood or anything like that, so you can kind of enjoy the the visuals um, and a cockpit view as well, um, which is down on the on the left hand side. So it's a, a nice kind of fifteen minute video, um, but awesome show, uh, awesome panel as usual. OBM, great to have him on as usual. Um, looking forward again till next week. Thanks everybody. You got it, brother. And Mag, let's get you an ad here. I know you got to get yes, up sir. super early as well. Thank <laughs> you so much for being here. Tomorrow night, you're going to be on another show. Please yes, tell everyone about that. And more importantly, where can people check out your latest and zaniest video oh, of boy. the month? <laughs> yes. Well, guys, it was a great show tonight. OBM, a great guest. And of course, this all-star panel, you guys are all amazing. And uh, uh, just in chat, you guys are incredible. Uh, thank you guys for a great show. It was a lot of fun. Uh, that second topic tonight was great. It was a lot of great debate in there. So, uh, anyways, you can follow your middle-aged game guy. That's with a GY at the end, of course. Um, Xbox Series X, PlayStation 5. I am the mag. That's all in capitals. Uh, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. But, uh, yes, you want to check out a couple of my videos. I'm doing that. Uh, sorry, 10 p.m. Uh, Tuesday nights as well. Uh, Gaming After Dark with Noof Nukem, Titan Drago, and usually a special guest. And, uh, yeah, uh, my videos are doing quite well. Uh, very happy about that. And uh -huh. people keep saying... Why aren't you on YouTube? Why aren't you on TikTok? And I said, well, two reasons. One, I don't like the restraints of YouTube. And two, TikTok, I don't trust the Chinese government. So therefore, I'm right on Twitter. And I know that just sounds like splitting hairs. But hey, that's how I feel. So you want to find my content? You will find it there on Twitter. Uh, but at least for now, anyway. But um, yeah, and, uh, really, like I said, really happy with the last one. Uh, I just checked, actually. It just crossed about 225,000 views. So Sweet I, baby wow. Jesus. Very, very happy. And, uh, well deserved. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, and I just got 500 new followers. Uh, so I'm really happy about that, too. So uh, I'm just I'm happy where I am, and I'm happy to entertain. And I'm really, really just here to have a great time. But anyways, guys, great show. Everybody have a lovely evening and good night. 
Thank you so much, brother. And uh, Kay Asante, brother, tell everyone about the Gaming Circle uh, a podcast, which is on Saturdays, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'll let uh, Everborn talk about his Batman slander on the <laughs> Thursday show, which, by the way, I, there's a ton of Marvel news. Uh, the new Spider-Man uh, no way mm-hmm. home poster dropped. Uh, mm-hmm. If you, if you, if, uh, you know, the internet detectives have been out there. All you got to do is look already out there. And you right. see the oh, Green right. Goblin Thursday in the background. Yep. Yes. It's going to be so packed, stacked, mm-hmm. I should say. We got, and you have to go see Eternals because it's going to get spoiled on Thursday. I'm just yeah, you know, okay, okay. Right okay. for yeah, sure. But yeah, uh, I know. Okay, Sante, I know. T- talk about where where can, where can people check out your show, and more so, importantly, yes. check out on the socials. Yes, thank you so much. Uh, thank you guys so much for checking it out. Uh, I know a lot of people have been checking out our show; has been growing exponentially, which is pretty awesome. Like lots of people have been been giving feedback, and we we have more people watching the show live and tuning in later than ever before. So. Thank you, thank you, thank you, all of you who who come check it out. People who are sharing, who are subscribing, who are you know making sure they share it out on Twitter and whatnot. You guys are helping us grow. The numbers are just like astronomical every week. So thank you guys so much. Uh, for those who haven't checked it out, a little bit of the back and forth you saw with my man Everborn Saga and I, and I. That's what we do on Saturday. Last Saturday was very fun. You know, uh, we even had uh, Mr. Boomstick himself jump in and and uh, add add to some of the debauchery as, as we do. You know. Uh, I appreciate everybody who who, who tunes that t- tunes in and checks it out. You know, I I enjoy doing this. It's so much fun, and I really it really it humbles me that people put me in these lists and they they tell me how much they appreciate it and, and how it's become part of their it's rotation. Nice. It's nice. It really does. Yeah. It 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 keeps me working, keeps me wanting to do more of it, and keeps me wanting to make it bigger and better. So, thank you guys so much for for tuning in. Uh, I will pass it to Cyber, but I will say Cyber was also really kind enough to have me on the Xbox Game Pass Club last week, and yeah. we played the hell out of Halo 1, it's Halo CE. It was awesome. We got our legendary butts kicked, but we enjoyed ourselves all the way. I think he's going to have part hey, we two kicked some up butt soon. too, you know? It, we we definitely butt, did do yeah. that. Definitely we did do that. <laughs> you know, I think part two is going to come up next week, so so go ahead and, and speak to that. But thank you guys so much. TK Osanti, Twitter, Xbox, PlayStation. Not giving you my social security, so screw you with the Switch. <laughs> and I'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much. And Cyber, let's get you on out of here, brother. And we'll save everyone for last because he's got to he's got to push his obviously Kickstarter. But Cyber, tell everyone about the Xbox Game Pass Club that has come back. And where can people reach out to you on social media? Absolutely, I always uh, enjoy uh, being here on Prime Time with you guys. I love you all, all you guys. Uh, Chad, you guys are great as always. I always have fun. I'm consistently smiling here. I have like the worst poker face because I'm looking, I'm laughing at the chat. You guys see me smiling, but anyways, uh, <laughs> Kay Asante, I really appreciate you uh, coming to Xbox Game Pass Club last Friday. We started off dedicating this whole month to Halo. We're trying to run through all of the campaigns. We started off with the uh, Halo Combat Evolved. And we learned a lot of things from each other. It was fun. There was a, a couple levels there that kids on there was like, oh, you could do, you know, this, this, and this. And I was like, I never knew that. And, you know, it, it was a great, if you want to see part one, it's already up in the channel. I'm going to, we're going to start part two. Actually today, I got Cotton McCast. You guys know he comes on the show awesome. all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we're going to play a little bit tonight too. And then well, I'm going to try to do the schedule as Monday, Wednesday, uh, Friday, and we're going to play a, a bunch of games. So 
Um, I'm going to try to have different guests so we can talk about the Halo history and how people feel about Halo. And then uh, once we have, uh, once we got into the later Halos where you can do, you know, four player co-op, then there'll be, uh, I'll have multiple guests on. But Kiasanta, you're definitely coming back. I hope you can come back and we'll continue our our legendary uh, playthrough. Cybernox everywhere, guys. And I don't know why Mag did this. He did some weird movement. Where's his traditional, you know, Come I on, man. I can't fit on the screen. I'll knock the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, guys, it's always fun here. I, I you know, um, I, I love talking again with you guys. And um, yeah, I'll see you guys next Monday. And of course, thanks, brother. Definitely appreciate that. And Everborn Saga, pitch your wares, brother. Tell everyone about your Kickstarter that you just uh, that that has already hit its goal. And uh, tell everyone where they can reach out to you on the socials. All right. Yeah. So you can. Catch me at Everborn Saga everywhere. Um, yeah, I just want to make sure I put I put the link to the Kickstarter in the in the chat. Nice. But uh, one of the places you can catch me uh, at is Everborn Saga on YouTube. Now, right now, uh, Mr. K and Sante and I are in a friendly competition because we do two shows together. It always does. Aside from me. this one. <laughs> Uh, and we do one on Uh his channel and one on my channel. Uh And I was very upset to find out that this man has, uh, like 40 more followers than I do subscribers on his YouTube page. Now there are 174 people in here. So I Uh would ask that you you guys go to Everborn Saga on YouTube (laughs) and, and subscribe to that page because this is a travesty. Uh-huh. If I have ever seen one, this is like Watergate, people. I don't know how consistency, bro. I think, I think he, I think some of his followers are fake. I don't know. I don't know. Something's going on. Now, are you saying there's fake numbers? Oh, here? Oh. Is there fake I've news seen, that we're talking I've, about? I've seen worse happen before. So, so let's uh, be on the right side of truth, mm-hmm. justice, and the American way, and let us uh, get That's above amazing. Mr. K. Asante's channel because I uh-huh. will not be able to look him in the face. This weekend, if it gets any worse. Now, aside from that, uh, this Thursday on this channel that I just told you to subscribe to, we are doing uh, On The Real. And we took off last week because family stuff, plus I was getting ready to launch the Kickstarter. See, Felix, you already subscribed. You are a proper soldier, sir. sir. Well done, sir. Well done. All right. So we're, we're, we're getting it. But there's still 176 more people that I would love to see subscribe. Now, we are going to be talking about The Harder They Fall. Amazing, amazing film. It's a Western, if you're ever into Westerns. Now, uh, we are also going to be discussing Eternals and why with a, this new context, Thanos was right. And that end credit scene, oh boy, oh boy. So we're, we're gonna have spoiler talks on Eternals and The Harder They Fall. And obviously we're gonna talk about the Sinister Six and that new uh, Spider-Man poster. And there's so much more going on there. But on to the uh, Kickstarter, like I said, the link is in the chat. I would love it if you guys would just check it out. And even if you can't support, sharing it out is enough. Yeah. So uh, check out what we have going on there. I think it is our best work to date. This is the sixth count them, sixth book that we have produced. Um, and you can get up to date with all those books, plus some 
cool like posters and and like hats and merch and things and there there are add-ons to the uh rewards so if you want to get anything uh you can get it you can get it through there so uh please check out that campaign we hit our goal in less than 24 hours and now we are on to the stretch goal because i want to upgrade everyone if we hit that stretch goal everyone gets upgraded to a limited print run of the hardcover edition of uh prince of arcadia ultimate edition book two uh, and that has even 20 bonus pages of content so uh please check that out or at the very least share it out um and i do again want to thank everybody from all over this uh gaming diaspora that we find ourselves uh discoursing in because it, we can joke all we want it was playstation and xbox guys that came out to support this thing and i genuinely thank you and it gives me the fuel to uh keep going and we just want to move from the next win to the next win until we are debuting on netflix or or or, or the mouse house comes and acquires me I so love it. Uh, acquires him <laughs> That's what they do. They buy people now. I they don't know buy people. Know okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know you were for sale. Yes. All right. I'm, take, I'm, yeah, not, I'm not. Buy me. I'm not. <laughs> right ahead. If, if they offer me the same four billion that they gave George Lucas, oh, maybe you're we in. have so, a conversation. For sure, for sure. For sure. Yeah. You know. You know. It's, well, listen. Um, but thank you again. And again, uh, the link is in the chat. I'll put it in there one more time. Check it out and tell me if it doesn't sell you on on the whole whole series if you're if you're not familiar with it but please subscribe to everborn saga on youtube because i can't take this man he seems wow. nice on air but then he calls me afterwards <laughs> oh, and tells yeah, me yeah. how he has more followers than me don't FBS trust me continue. here no, that's all i'm saying for us on day but listen folks thank, first of all thank you to the panel but big shout out to again to the 300 people want to thank everyone that dropped super chats uh those are used we turn those around after youtube takes their 30 percent and uh we uh we, it it funds our big giveaways and we have one ginormous one coming uh for december christmas with mr and mrs boom uh, this one is going to uh, be worth at least five hundred dollars, and we're looking to try and double that. But that the only 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 time will tell. Uh, it is going to be a bunch of physical and digital prizes. Of the, uh, you know, it's something that we've been doing every year, uh, and specifically, uh, we went we went really uh, uh, um, uh, we we went a little crazy last year because it was a lot of people were in some trouble, and we wanted to try and pass. You know. Uh, how fortunate we are to, you know, pay, paying it forward. So we're going to try and do that again this year. And uh, all you got to do is uh, be uh, subscribed to the channel. Uh, and obviously, if you drop Super Chats, you get extra uh, extra entries. And if you're a channel member, you get extra entries. And uh, we've seen a lot of people win uh, that, that are uh, doing those things just recently. Of course, I'm going to close out today's show with something that is important to me. Hopefully, one day it'll be important to you. That's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he said, son, treat others how you want to be treated. Also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules. And I can guarantee you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends.